Welcome to Bell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Don't do it! You got Tavian Parker! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Phil Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with the constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooked into oddly informative to dumb and stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Today's podcast is going to be a tremendous show. It's going to be a large show because we have whew, a lot of material to get to. Whew, I got to do that right off the bat. Whew, we got a lot of material to get to. And uh, we have two really great guests here joining us for this show. First one is good friend of the show. He's been on a couple other, few, three other episodes, I believe. Yeah. Right? Matt, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Phil. And uh, good to hear from you and uh, welcoming Podcastia, because I'll say it, because uh, Derek's not here. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Trip down memory lane right there with the Podcastia. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back in the studio, Matt. And uh, all right, I'll get our next guest. Uh, he is the maestro of movies. Woo. He is the Mufishianato. And uh, hold on, it's, I hear him. Terrell, will you come out from under the table? <laughs> Terrell, come, come join us. <laughs> all right, here he's, he's coming out from under the table. Terrell, guys, Terrell, Br- Terrell Brown, welcome <laughs> back to the show. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey guys, yo man, you guys have the nicest socks I've ever seen from under that table, man. So Should I vacuum more? A little I'm dusty. So happy that you let me come up this time, Phil. I've had so many opinions over the last few podcasts. Well, you know, it is. Uh, it's time to do another franchise. Only this is more than just a franchise. This is, uh, this is a lot of life, a lot of time of my life. So I'm glad you came out from under the table. Uh, we are going to be going through the universe of Stephen King, and that is a daunting task. That is a lot. It is a lot. We have some highs, we have some lows, we have some really lows to talk about. We have some TV movie lows to talk about. But we got some really highs, We got too. some really highs. And new highs. Yeah. And, you know, the lows are so enjoyable, some of them, too. Yeah. That's yep. kind of the... I think a lot of, we'll talk about a lot of the lows have some special places in my heart. Yeah, I think yeah. that's like the lingering feeling of a Stephen King is some things are really memorable and some are so bad they're memorable. And and again, people here, we're going to be f- focusing mostly on the movie adaptations and the, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, TV special, yeah, couple, things yeah, like that. TV films. If we want to get into some Stephen King history himself or, and also uh, his books, we can mm-hmm. by all means, you know, talk about that, like what may be a major difference between a movie or book or something. But we're going to try to stick to the theatrical absolutely. things here that most yeah, people have absolutely. access to. Um, yeah. You know, so. Because yeah. most everything we're talking about is either streaming somewhere or in theater or whatever. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Right. And there going. is, whew, I mean, I we're mean, going back from guys, the 70s all the way to now. So lucky good. the three of us have had the opportunity to grow up with the 80s, 90s, and yeah. all the good classics. Like, somebody growing up now, if you're going to watch original pet cemetery and all his older movies it's not going to be the same experience as looks a little dated yeah yeah, yeah. that's what, you know i uh again before we get started here just a little, my little history here with him is that the only movie that i knew from stephen king was it really back in the day like 90s the i 90s didn't watch show. yeah i didn't watch the other stuff the miniseries I didn't, yeah yeah i didn't wow. know any of his other stuff so i've watched more stephen king this year prepping <laughs> for this show uh i've watched 
the vast majority of Stephen King. Can I just say how proud of you I am, Phil? Because prior to, I don't know if they know the history of you and movies like yeah, that, yeah. but you were not a big, like, you wouldn't have put yourself through watching these many shitty movies. No, I wouldn't have. I was, you know. For the sake of the fans out there, because we're doing it for you podcast here. We're doing it for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Phil didn't need this. He's a father. He doesn't need this in his life. You know how much time he had to spend watching these movies? We're doing it for you. Plus, so, I'm very proud of you, Phil. Horror movies, too. Yeah. And it horror just movies. movies. It's horror movies. I was not a big movie watcher. <laughs> Matt, calm Knock down. Myself out. Matt just <laughs> ate the microphone. Got assaulted by the mic. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was not a huge movie guy, but in the last, man, two, three years, I've really stepped up my game. Yeah. I've been absorbing just me and my wife every night. We're like, what's tonight? And we'll find something. We just. Whole watched, franchises, watched man. A ton, ton of movies. Last. Ton of movies. That's yeah. awesome. I'm so proud of you. I love when you I get a random text from Phil once in a while. I was like, Have you ever heard of a franchise? I'm like, Yes, watch all of them. <laughs> watch them all right now. <laughs> yeah. And we'll yeah. talk about it later. I love it. It brings me so much joy. All right. Well, I think we should get down to task, right? We got a lot to oh. let's do it. Oh no, guys. Bro. Damn it. Matt. Guys, just ignore me. So annoying. I need to talk to you. Yes, Smash. You did. You did warn us that you might pop in. So. Oh, hi guys. I hear you're talking about Stephen King. Smash. How did you get in here? I thought you told me you were gonna lock the door. Yeah, I think he got a key. No. Oh yeah. Hey, I think he learned how to unlock doors like Raptors. <laughs> That's not important. I want to talk about my favorite movie. What, what, what's your favorite movie, Smash? I love Maximum Overdrive. When those trucks and machines kill all those people. I was afraid you would say that. I, I don't know if yeah, we can trust you anymore, that Smash. <laughs> I don't know if we can trust him, Phil. I don't know if we can trust him anymore. And also, Tommy Knockers. When that soda machine blows up that car. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that's that's something. Smash. Yeah. Seriously. Blow up that car. I'm sorry. Blows up. I remember that part. So bad. Uh, you know what, Smash? Why don't you go and take a look at my car? You know what? You did such a great job of it last time. Okay? Just clean it up for me. Alright? Give you something to do. Oh, Matt. I love to wash your car again. Trell. Is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, I'm having this hearing this clicking sound when I turn real hard to the right. You think uh, you can probably kind of give it a good diagnostic? This is 2019, so I'm sure you guys are compatible. Give it a good diagnostic, good once over. So you can see what that clicking sound is when I turn. Affirmative. I will take a look, and I will have my friend, the Mangler, help me. Jesus Christ, here <laughs> Oh, we go. not the Mangler, man. Go Come we... on. Smash, please, go do the cars, do whatever you need. Just go away. He can't hang around that type of crowd, man. The Mangler, it's no good for him. No. All right, all right Smash, get out of here. All right, I think he's going. Oh, man, dude, Ooh. dude, don't introduce him to the to the robots from Chopping Mall. That is the worst people for him I to hang around. I love that movie. It is so good. This is... Zombie. Uh... All right, I'm really sorry about that, guys. I don't know. I always try to get, keep the studio locked, but he somehow gets in. So I'm sorry, guys. Uh, he I'm knows sure the code. Used... I mean, yeah, he knows the code. Yeah, it's 
I'll change it again. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting smarter. Oh, I think God. you're living in a Stephen King movie with that. I know. It's really tiring. We'll know if it's a terrible ending, if it's Stephen King movie or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go back to the beginning here. Let's uh, carry. Yes. Right? Yes. Masterpiece. It's his first masterpiece. big sell. Yep. It's the first time he actually made money, uh, with big money, mm-hmm. from his uh, first uh, publisher. Yep. Francis Ford Coppola, I believe. Guy who did The Godfather, also did uh, Carrie. Is it Francis Ford Coppola? Yeah. It was the director? It was the director? It was Francis Ford Coppola? I'm not sure if that he's the one that directed it, but I know was that was the no, first. No, 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 no. It wasn't Coppola. It was, um, geez, Louise, how am I not remembering who directed Brian De Palma? Oh, Brian De Palma. Sorry, Brian yeah. De Palma. I'm sorry. He basically defined 70s genre, film, 70 films in general, and that was one of his biggest hits, and it's insane because Stephen King remembers going to see, I think, the Italian job. I think he did the Italian job. Or another one of those. The new old, one or the old the Italian? Old one. <laughs> old one. You just said the old movies he's known for. You mean the the, the one from yeah, the Yeah, I mean 2000s? the one with Jason Statham <laughs> from yeah. the transporter. In it. But I think I think he's seen, he um was like, wow, De Palma's going to be doing my movie, you know, my first book or whatever the case is. And he was like, wow, he's blown away about it. But Carrie, I mean, Sissy Spacek in that and fucking like just, oh, man, Carrie's a man. Carrie has, stands the test of time. Oh, yeah. 100%. Still watchable. Except I, I the original was great. I don't know if you guys saw the remake. Oh, I seen but... both remakes. You know it's two. No, I didn't know it was two. Oh, there's yeah. three of them. There's 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 a Carrie oh, two. Oh yeah, there's a Carrie two. No, no, but it's also a Carrie TV movie oh. remake mm. with um, what is the girl in it from the Austin Powers movie? The f- the second the spy who shagged me. I forgot her name. Oh, she... uh, um, Elizabeth. No, no, no. She she plays Heather Graham. Carrie. Heather, Heather Graham. Graham. Oh right, Phil. He knew that. Yeah. Kind of a movie buff now. Uh... <laughs> Pulling Phil's card. Um. Yeah, Heather Graham plays Carrie. One nothing, Phil. Not a bad movie, actually. She pulls a fucking asteroid down at some point, which is in a book or something. She pulls like a comet or something down into her house. Oh, it's insane. Well, she should. Um, yeah, she's very strong. And then the terrible remake that came out like three years ago, which was garbage. Did you like the second one? The Rage Carrie too. Yeah, some cool death scenes at the end. It's real. It's real, It's so nineties though. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like so nineties. <laughs> like they like CDs are flying at people trying to kill them. Anytime you put CDs as a weapon in a movie, I'm like, oh, this is like real 97 right now. <laughs> like like a compact disc? A compact disc. Kid, Did you see the second one? Was it a DVD? Did you see the second one, Phil? <laughs> I have not. I've only seen the uh, the original one, 70, the 76th version. The only thing that got me about the second one was that the very ending when he she dies mm-hmm. and then he sees her. Yeah. Who, who's the guy? Jason? The guy who uh, plays the God, I forgot. Um, I know you're talking about. No. <laughs> That'd be a good team. No, but she like comes back and he like sees her as she's dead. Yeah, and then she like screams and blows up or something mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it was a nice shocking ending. Yeah. They tried to take the same, you know, that wonderful ending in Carrie when she lifts the hand out the grave and she's he's going crazy, whatever the case is. They tried to redo that, but that ending is so powerful and it was such a good jump scare. It's oh, like yeah. it's rated as like one of the best jump scares ever in movie history. That ending when she pulls her hand out the ground, which is great. Well, like millions of shows and everything else have used that since then. Yeah, they've been trying to get that last one in. Yeah, I think the lasting image of that for me and just about everybody is her covered in blood. Oh, 100%. I mean that's the pig's yeah, When I think of Prom that Carrie, that's I think yeah. of the bloody Carrie. One hundred percent. Like, it, and it's funny because like Carrie is a victim throughout that movie. Oh, and becomes horrible. a monster. Yeah, but her mom is the actual villain in that movie. Yeah, her mom is the monster. Big you know, time. Who is like, oh my god, that oh, actor. Yeah, that's starting to come back to me. And I forgot about that. She's like a wicked witch of the south. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's like a, the west. The, 
one hundred percent like God, like you know. Yeah, she's like, a real like, uh, like yeah, banter, evangelical. Like it's a sin. Oh right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was sure, one of the first ones like I watched earlier this year. So yeah, she it's a calls little murky. Her, she calls like um like um like um pads her like dirty napkins and like you know like. Well, the whole like, thing about it is 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 Carrie is going through high school and she's already like kind of like the geeky yeah. one, and then she has like a. Like one of the late, latest periods, yeah. Like, like, she gets her history. period, yeah. And like everybody at school makes fun of her and throws like they throw uh, tampons, tampons at her and stuff. So rude, these kids. And then her mom, <laughs> John Travolta's in it. Home, her mom like throws her in the that. closet for for having yeah, her. That's period how that's how he shit. that's how she punishes her. She, yeah. You remember John? This John Travolta's first film. I, yeah. You know, I'm sure. Obviously, that he was when the boyfriend of the girl who did the pig's blood. He was, the, he was the, the girl yeah. who hated Carrie's. That was her boyfriend. All these movies like, oh, all together. I can't remember all anything. People, all the people in that, all the kids, man, were assholes. Yeah, they were the worst. They and they me, got it, though. They, I was they terrified of high school. Oh, yeah. The whole town got what they deserved in that fucking book. Blew them up. I feel for the guy that ended up, they made her take. To the prom? Her, the, who, who, the, the bucket the fell the in the city and he died, uh, yeah. From Greatest American Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, the bucket falls yeah. in the city and you die. That's a sucky dun, way to go. Dun, dun, like all this shit, but then your bucket falls. <laughs> That's some real <laughs> Three Stooges ass shit. <laughs> but Carrie's a masterpiece. Like it's it's top like top ten like when it comes to horror movies. That's amazing. It has never never to change. And he was uh, when Stephen King was writing that he thought it was crap. He threw it in the garbage. His wife told his him wife to keep doing it. His wife took it out of the garbage, read it, and said, "You're gonna have to finish this because this is really good." Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So he wasn't even gonna even finish it. He threw it in the garbage. She should always listen to your wife. Yep. yep. I guess. Well, get that manuscript out the garbage, Phil. Shit. I will. I've been <laughs> wiping my ass with it. I gotta get that out. And then his publisher it's probably a great podcast. His publisher was the first time he was able to sell to a company and they offered him like four hundred grand for it, which mm-hmm. of course back then was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And his publisher said no. We want more. We think it deserves more. Wow, he got that's a bold e- move. He got an extra hundred grand, mm-hmm. and Stephen King got half of that. He got two hundred and fifty grand for that book, which was nuts. That is nuts. For yeah, that. and then that that cemented him as the uh, New York Times bestseller, and it was all that she wrote after that. Yeah, pumping out books every year. Yeah, he was pumping out books left and right, and people were like, "Oh, let's make an adaptation of this." Adaptation and short of stories, that. like short, like ten page stories, they make a full movies out of. Yeah, yep. Children of the Corn is not a book. Like novellas, they call them yeah, novellas. novellas. Yeah, a, yeah. a short novella yeah. by Stephen King. And mm-hmm. he was making so many of them. They had told him that he had to have a pseudonym, another yeah. name for his books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was everybody was getting mad at something him because Buckman? I forget. Yeah, like a Jim, like Jerry Buckman, Jim Buck, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I know Ryan, Buckman Ryan was the Buckman. last. Buck. Right, man, Buckman because he wrote a couple good stories. He wrote the uh, Running Man under that. Yep, you know Stephen King. Oh wrote. God, yeah. I love that too. Love Just see, we could go man. in so many Sub Zero. Oh, so good, so good. He's but fucking sick and opera, man. The book was sick and opera. Yeah, and I love the hockey player. That stick. So great. But wasn't the book was different than the movie? Oh, way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way different. They basically was like, we got Schwarzenegger, make it Terminator ish. <laughs> Put a make it, make it like Escape from LA, like New York, except with like ice skaters and shit. But I think it's my favorite line from that was Arnold yelling at one of those guys. I think it was the ice skater. Mm-hmm. He's like, I hope you like your arms because I'm going to rip them off and shove them up your asshole. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Arnold, you know, is awesome. That's I saw that movie. That was one of the ones I did see when I was real young. And I remember I was at like my one of my parents' friends' house I got dragged to when I was like a kid. And they were all off like having like a dinner party and that movie was on in like another room. And I remember watching it and being blown away as a it's kid. Amazing. I it's was like, Oh my god, this is so good. They go in those like capsules down into like the slums. I was like, This is awesome. 
what's up? It's pretty great. And then uh, uh, the guy from Fleetwood Mac is one of the Resistance fighters. You notice that? No. The drummer. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, what's his name? Jim Fleetwood. What's, what's the guy's name? I, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's one of the Resistance fighters. Wow. Awesome. I guess Landslide brought him down. <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, the next one that I think really is like upper echelon of excellence is mm-hmm. The Shining. Oh, Oh, of course. Look, here's, here's the thing. Which, again, he cha- Kubrick changed a lot. Kubrick, so. yeah. here's the thing. The Shining is the greatest horror movie of all time. I love it. Period. Like, it, it, well, for me, at least. I mean, I'm not going to say it's... What, what, what's your favorite? Is What's the greatest is always going to be debatable. But as far as what I'm concerned, The Shining is what horror is supposed to be. It is emotional. It is dread-filled. It is... Like it is, it is long, but it's paced so well that it, it never seems slow. Yeah, it's a little bit of a slow burn, but everything is happening for a reason. It's paced so well, and it's visually one of the most stunning movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's psychological. Everything, everything yeah. means so, it is so well done that they have a documentary based off of the movie about what people's interpretations of the movie is forty years later. Yeah, was that, that the room? Room two thirty seven. Yes, yes. And isn't that the first one that they based off of uh, film study classes, like they were yeah. showing that in colleges? One hundred percent of how you make a movie mm-hmm. and how you write a movie and all this stuff for like um like you said you get in the documentaries and stuff like they use that in colleges yeah stephen oh, yeah. king stephen king historically hates this movie well he oh, not, he, yeah. he kind of he kind of warmed up to it he just thinks it's like he says it's a beautiful cadillac without an engine that's, that's why he, he made his own tv version we which i, I haven't seen to that we oh, can talk about it right now since in the is, wheelhouse of shining i did not like it at all i have not it seen very, it, so. it was a lot more um faithful to the book yeah, of but, course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, but it's but it's a reason. But the movie is better than the book to me. Um, I've read the book of The Shining because I was like, I have to see what Stephen King's all up in arms about. Sure. Stephen King compares it like this. His book. Now, I will say this. His book does have a heart and a soul to it. And and, and Kubrick's Rosen is very cold. Like, for instance, at the end of um, Stephen King's book, the hotel burns. Yeah. And Kubrick's ah. book, it freezes. You know, like it's fro. It's, it's the storm's coming. So. I get, I get exactly. I get his gripes about it. Jack Nicholson from the very beginning of that movie is insane. Yeah, like you don't see it. Yeah, you don't see a, yeah, gets, don't see a descendants. Yeah, it's not like he's a, a family man that goes insane. He's like kind of a crazy. He's guy already. He's the Joker really in the first scene, which is yeah. why the house was able, or the house, the hotel was able to consume him. Right. Yeah. But which in a book he starts off as a like an everyday guy. Yeah. Not in any way crazy. Loves his family so much. Whatever. Oh, okay. whatever. And then he descends into madness. So it's even a more emotionally draining when you see him turn in a book because you knew that that was but the moments you see jack nicholson in that office talking to the guy he already looks insane like oh he can oh, kill yeah. this guy right now what an ex there's so smile man yeah he does there's the joker smile, the joker smile. <laughs> there's so many things from that movie that are uh symbols of like cultural like icons like 100%. the blood pouring down the, the hallway yes. the two the two Twins, girls the yes carpet the carpet, the, the design, the pattern on a carpet is, which was also in Toy Story. I don't know if you guys know, but the design of the Shining's carpet is Sid's carpet in his hallway in Toy Story 1. Oh, I didn't the hear that. The little boy who no. takes the toys and, and mangles yeah, them and yeah, all yeah. that. That's his, they, they have the carpet of the Shining in there on purpose. Wow. Yeah, anyway, awesome. put it in. That's how... That's how like legendary this movie is. The carpet means something. Oh, everything does, and that's kind of a, a Stanley Kubrick thing. It's like 100%. everything kind of means something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something. that's what they hold the whole thing with the moon landing. Yes, yeah, I was gonna talk yeah. great. Thank you for bringing that up. I was gonna say his shirt with the Apollo Eleven yeah. or whatever it was, and Everybody Kubrick that, faked it. Yeah, he was Kubrick the one who was did, the one it. did it and all that. Yeah, and uh, and this whole thing. He said like 
at some point they they, they like I, I watch Room Two Thirty Seven and it's cool because a lot of them are like other directors, other filmmakers up in the industry. But some of them are like just way out of there. But some of them I was like, oh, The Shining is a metaphor for the slaughter of Native Americans in the United States. Like when they walk through certain parts of the building, it's all this Native American Native American imagery. And then when things start turning, like it's like the imagery is different. Like no no room looks the same every yeah, time I they shoot it in yeah. the room. It he did it. It's it's they make the hotel a maze. Inside the hotel, which is, a, and it's funny because the maze is on the outside, but you make the hotel a maze too. Yeah. The it's, viewer, its own, it's its own character. Yeah. It is its yeah. character. And yeah. the viewer, we never are, we never feel comfortable. No, it no you never feel comfortable in that place. And my favorite <clears throat> scene, which um, isn't a, it's one of my favorite scenes, is when the um, son's driving on his bike. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. The wood, the carpet. He, keeps, he keeps on driving. Like Every every time he turns, you think mm-hmm. something scary is going to yes. pop out, but it doesn't. He keeps on going, and it goes for like three minutes of him just riding along. And it's great cinematography behind him yeah. and stuff, seeing where he's going, almost like a point of view shot. That's the kind of stuff that is missing, I feel like, from a lot of modern-day movies. They really want to hit you with the jump scares, and you know they're coming. And this one, it's like you f- you think it's coming, and it's coming, but then it doesn't happen. And then you like look into a hotel room, and there's like some freaks in the hotel room oh, that man, aren't the, supposed the, to be there. There's yeah, not supposed yeah. to be any there, and you're like... The guy in a, in a, in a doll costume. Oh, like I got chills. Dude. You're like, what is that? And the old woman? Oh, stop! 237. Stop it! And then that scene you're talking about in particular, I love because... The sound of him driving a big wheel on the wood and then on the carpet, it changed. Silence. Silence. It plays with sound so well in that scene that you are, like you said, you're anticipating it being around the corner. As soon as they're on the road to the hotel, the dread is there. Like you just know it's only going to be bad. And Shelley Duvall puts on probably the most scared performance I've ever seen in any movie. Yeah, I think so. Do you know how... You, you know, you know, like Stanley Kubrick tortured her. Yes, I've scene? heard this. Yeah, like yeah. like seventeen, eighteen hour shoots doing the same scene over and over, and every time would tell her and tell her she need to do it again, and and chastise and didn't go to Jack Nicholson. You're doing great, Jack. Would you like something to drink? You're doing great. Yeah, bitch, don't change anything. Bitch, do it again. Anything. Yeah, I think it's some. It's the seventies. Everybody slapped everybody. I'm sure he did it before the take. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, crying. Yeah, like he probably that's probably true. Too. <laughs> I need this to look as real as possible. Stanley Kubrick's one of the guys who didn't care about the actors as long as he got his scene right. That's the, that's the type of director Stanley was. Stanley Kubrick was like that. I say Stanley like I know him personally. <laughs> hey, Stan. But yeah, it's Stan uh, yeah. The, the Shining is. I've said it before. I've said it is the greatest horror movie of all time. I just brought. I literally just ordered a T-shirt of it off there. I wish it would have got here before today. I was gonna wear it. But yeah, The Shining is hands down to me the greatest horror movie of all time. It is. It, it will be studied. It will be studied in the film classes till there's no longer till till we are worms till we're in the dirt. It will still be studied in the film classes. I agree. How many times have you heard the famous Jack Nicholson line when he's smashing through the door, yeah, Johnny? Yeah. How many times? It's in. It's, ev- it's in everywhere well, in pop culture. And, uh, Red rum. Red yeah. rum. Yeah. Yeah. Red rum. Red rum. Oh, yeah. That that here's Johnny and that movie is more famous than Johnny Carson's here, Johnny. I think it is. I didn't know who Johnny Carson was as a kid, but I knew here's Johnny yeah. because of that fucking movie. Yeah. Because I grew up, I, I was already like Johnny Carson. I was too young, but yeah. I watched The Shining all the time. Well, when I was able to watch it without being terrified all the time, I, I didn't know where that came from. I just thought it came from the movie. I mean, the, yeah, I knew Johnny Carson, but I didn't know that that's what he was him again. Yeah. yeah. I was I was little. I also, was, that was ad libbed. Too, like that. Yeah, that was that was only yeah, he, he, that, yeah. he did that in the moment. That was not written. Oh, really? Like yeah, just go Johnny. here, Jack. Just go berserk yeah, he on just the store. Yell stuff. Door was like, hey. mind you, they were taking those takes. Like so they were reshooting those that particular scene over and over and over again. And Shelley Duvall had to be like hospitalized after those after yeah. that, after that movie. Yo, like she was. Fu- she knows she has not been right in the head since. 
Have you seen her recently? Well, no. I think no, that, I, I think she hasn't been right since Popeye. Since Popeye, yeah, yeah, that and Popeye ruined Shelley Duvall. You know, she talked about she talks like like what we call it's ghosts and everything. <laughs> like, oh, she is fu- Shelley Duvall's fucked, man. Shelley Duvall, if you listen, I know you are. Get better, baby. We love you. But you know what? I find it kind of she was. She got those and... weird anime eyes, right? Those yeah. big like Sailor Moon eyes, and it was the long dark hair. Yeah. For me, you know, it's fine that it ruins someone's life for a masterpiece because the movie is just so good. <laughs> it's so good. I'm totally okay with someone's dreams being it's shattered. So She's good. in one of the most famous movies of all time. Of Quit all your time. crying. Quit your crying. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick made you who you are. Nobody would know your name. So don't give me that shit. All right? Shelly Duvall. Seriously. Sing me that song. Is she song related to like, Robert Duvall? <laughs> that woman. Oh my is she God. related to Robert Duvall? Troll 2. I don't know. Maybe. Huh. We'll move on to the next movie here, but I just want to tell a personal story here. Oh, nice. Secrets revealed. The first time I saw The Shining, uh, I was living by myself, and I, I, I'd never seen it before. I didn't know anything about it. I just heard about it, heard about it, and I turned off all the lights. Okay, good. Oh, and nice. I was by myself. Atmosphere. And I put it on, and I'm watching. And that movie, the soundtrack is really big. Oh, that's that score is boom, boom, boom. It's very, uh, like, imposing. Very. And, very threatening. Yes. And then there's other parts when, when they're moving around the hotel and stuff like that where it's not even music. It's... Mm-hmm. It's like a weird violin. Like, yeah. Like, it's, like, they, like they weirdly like just no off, off put a violin. Like Building yeah. tension and mm-hmm. suspense when not always something's going on, but you're, you're like something's coming. Something's coming. Oh, God. <laughs> something's coming. And I was like freaking out. Watching that movie by myself, I was like, this is too much. Like, I think I should turn this off. Like, I was really, really captivated by it. Use the music to lure you in and sometimes think, make you think that something's going to be there, but it's not. Yeah, that's the great part. It keeps you on your toes. Boom, boom. I love that score, man. That score is so good. Here's another Uh, little secret about Phil Interrupted. Uh oh. One of the very first episodes, way back on, I don't remember if it was episode eight, nine, 11, I don't remember. It was when uh, it was the Ice Cream Man episode. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. I am. Well, when I was being harassed by that Ice Cream Man, uh, <laughs> there's some music that comes up to build dread when he's slamming on my door, Uh-oh. and that is music from The Shining. Oh wow, that's great! Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. All right, let's let's go on to our next because we have like uh, 370 more films to get through. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here so till December. Uh, Creep Show, 1982. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's the it's, it's quite possibly the greatest horror anthology of all time. It's, I love it. It's I love it because a lot of it was written just for Creep, like just for the for the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some of the stories. Um, it's grown on you is is the uh, the meteor shit one. That's oh, like, yeah. that's story. But like I think the rest of them was like written just for the movie, which is great. And he's in that one, 100. He, percent He's the, meteor he's, shit. Yeah, yeah, he's in that one. He's the one he touches the meteor and then he licks yeah. his tongue and yeah, he oh, turns into ass. a big plant. Yeah. I love it. I lo- I do think it's a little repetitive because like two of them have like to do with zombies, like the dad with the birthday cake and then oh, the yeah. Leslie Nielsen oh, one. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Remember? one. It's my, every every year for my birthday, I I, I post my that on Relon. Birthday yeah. cake. Yeah, cake, the birthday cake. I love that. That's my favorite one. That is hilarious. And he's got the, like that gargling like <laughs> birthday cake. Is that um? But it, it's quite by oh because it has the crate and the crate is awesome. With the oh, monster yeah. in the crate, I love that. that. Is that one's was scared oh, scared the, the shit out of me when I was yeah. a kid. Oh my god, the crate is so good. Yeah, I can't I can't say anything. It's it's, uh, it's you know here's the thing. Those three movies, all right, based off of because Creepshow is barely based off a book. Has a couple of short stories yeah. from the novella in there. But those three King movies already 
fucking knocking it out the park. He is. Man. He's really knocking it three. Him and these directors, right off three the bat, all amazing directors. You got George A. Romero on that one with him. Yes, right. This is the guy who created the modern day zombie genre. Yeah. You got Coppola. I mean, no, not Coppola. I keep saying you got Brian De Palma and you got yeah. fucking Stanley Kubrick. The, the the type of directors this man was getting that for is his true. Films, knocking it out the park. That's those a are those really are good three point. Top twenty horror films of all time. Easily. And one thing I loved about Creep Show, it was different from the Creep Show too, which I like too. I like Creep Show, like Creep too, Show too, too as well. Like I, people too. give it a lot of some a people of give it people yeah, but it's not, like it's not deserved. It's good. I loved how at the pinnacle of each scene they had that comic yeah. like blare sure. color yeah. and everything. Like it changed. Like you knew something was like going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I love when they and they like kinda it's kinda like a comic book still we'll go like yeah. ah, and then they would just like and you see the purple in the background and yep. the lights would change. Uh by the way, beat the dub creep show series is out now. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, I, I, I watched shutter, all four episodes right? yesterday actually in prepare, it's preparation. On shutter? It's on shutter. Yeah. Yeah it comes oh, out. Every I didn't Thursday. even know it was out. I knew they were working on something. Yeah, every Thursday. It's it's okay. You can tell it has some budgetary dis- restrictions, but it has the aesthetic of Creep Show, which is really cool. So it's, did Creep Show too had some, had budget, some budget issues. It had a trash bag as a villain in one of them. <laughs> and I which is my favorite one. one. I love the raft. On the raft. Great. Yes. Yeah. That one gets a lot of shit, but I love that one. I love I the love that I think one. that's the best one of that series. Even though, uh, thanks for the ride, lady. My, if you t- if you oh, ask my mom, if ride. you ask my mom today, what was the one thing I said more as a child? <laughs> it was thanks for the ride, lady. I would say that shit all day. I would ask my mom, mom, can we please watch Thanks for the Ride, lady? I used to want to watch the movie to get to that part, and that I used to was get so excited. One of the scarier ones for me out of that second one was yeah. Thanks for the Ride because yeah. I think it's mainly dark. I was watching that with uh, my wife, and we were like outburst laughing. We're it's like, great. he's still saying it. He's still going. Even when he's a, uh, he has no tongue. He's like, hey, he's a skeleton. Thanks for the ride, lady. Such a creeper. Yeah, no, the the uh, the the plastic bag is the, the, is the blob the monster or whatever. I love that premise though. It was just, mm. I thought that was great. It's great. It's great. I love. I love that they at the beginning. I love how they set up. I didn't really get this till I was a little older. I didn't know what a tide was really. But they said at the beginning that it's a tide, like it's a high tide tonight. And then when a the guy gets on the shore, you're like, oh, he gets away. Then you realize the tide, and he grabs him. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty great. It jumps out. Well, he he starts talking shit to it, and he's like six inches from it. Yeah. I was like, run as you. fast as you I can. Yeah. You. Right. You keep going, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, good. You deserve it. And also, you started to assault that girl. Yep. He deserved to die for that. What did, where Which did that come from? You know, because when she turns over and you realize her face yeah. started getting eight, oh, so good. Yeah, they you wanted to see the booty. It kind of started out like like you would think of like a typical slasher or whatever. Yeah. A bunch of kids going out, uh, swimming like, and stuff. Yeah, but but it worked out well. I, I think it's, it, I, lo- I think I think that's the best. That's the strongest one in there. Because but the week there an Indian one? Chief yes, Arrowhead. Yeah, that's yeah. what Chief Arrowhead one. That's the weak one. That's the why. I, I that's agree. why Creep Show Two it's isn't slow. as however. Yeah, it's very slow. Yeah, even even it's the, the longest slow, one I believe. It, it's yeah. a wooden thing, so even it's killing like yeah, like it's 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 not great. All right, next we move to Cujo. Oh, oh, love it. D. Wallace's best. It is one of the best performances of a mother in any movie. Oh, yeah. I agree. My she God. She was awesome in that. It is so good. And they changed it from the book because the kid dies in the book. Yeah. Yeah, he dies in the book. They they didn't, they didn't couldn't put her all through that in the movie. And like... And it's... I. What do you... You don't like Cujo? They needed Stanley Kubrick to be in there bitch slapping her. <laughs> I just want to see Stanley Kubrick behind doors slapping everybody yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Tom Cruise, who need the eyes wide shut, smack the shit out of Tom Cruise. He walks into other people's movie sets and just terrifies the actors. I just oh, want to see. Just hired him for you. Honey. <laughs> he did a great job with Dennis Quaid because everything he's in is excellent. 
I agree. You love Pandorum. Pandorum. Masterpiece. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to act too hard because he doesn't want to outact everybody. So he, frequency. He has, to, frequency. he has to dumb Do it down. you know down. how much he has to turn it down G. to Joe. be on everybody else's level? He, no, he has to. His acting is so far superior. Gosh, Kubrick was like, stop acting so good. It was slapping him. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll act worse so everyone else looks better. <laughs> That's the only reason why no one will G.I. Joe. No one will see anybody else but him. Yeah. G.I. Joe, the rise of Cobra. Yeah. Let's get that right. All right, well, Cujo's great. <laughs> Getting back on top. <laughs> Cujo, Cujo's great. Cujo's I um, great. I'm gonna buck the trend here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buck the trend. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like Cujo very much. Really, when I did, did you, not. When did you watch it? This year. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I watched pretty much all these this year because that was like the only thing out yeah. there that made like, people scared of dogs. Yeah. Like that was it. There wasn't, there wasn't any other kind of zombie rob like. Killing dogs out, you know. Yeah, if it wasn't for Beethoven, that Saint Bernard would still be a piece of shit. <laughs> or Airbud. <laughs> Airbud <laughs> yes. Air saved dogs in films. Damn it, Matt, get uh, out of here! You beat me to it. <laughs> nice. Airbud D. Airbud die. Sorry, it's a bad joke. Um, that's the new Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Uh, this, this, this was I'll Stephen leave. King's one of, one of his first, as far as films, where we're seeing him take the ordinary, everyday thing and make it terrifying. Because up until this point, okay, it was yeah, very, yeah. everything was very, the shining, like, yeah, everything was very big, everything ability. was very, yeah, everything was very, you know, big, psychic, extra powers, but kinetic, this is the first one, where, yeah, whatever. this is the first movie where he took a everyday household dog, gave it rabies, and turned it into a unstoppable killing machine, and that's, and that's Stephen King's real, his real, like, actual power is to make the everyday terrifying. You know, like he he can make. They had a joke on Family Guy when they were like Stephen machine. King goes, yeah, Stephen King goes to to sell a book. He was like, "What's it about?" And he goes, "Uh, uh about a haunted lamp." And he picks a lamp <laughs> up, and and it's a funny joke, but it's crazy because he can do that. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, he, pretty accurate. He can do that, yeah. like that, and I think Cujo was his first, as far as the films, his first. Like uh, the first way from showing us that he can do something like that. Yeah, because everything else was with humans and how they're either they get tortured or they torture other people. Yeah. This was like his first thing with an actual animal. Yeah, or or not even that. But up until that point, it was just all like uh, supernatural. Yeah. Everything was supernatural. This is the natural thing. This is just a fucking rabbit bit him. You know what I mean? Like this is something that happened to any one of our dogs and they drive them crazy. Just so happened this one's like 200 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> it just fell flat to me for whatever reason. It's just I didn't buy into it. I don't know. I was bored. Like, well, really? Oh, they're stuck in this car. They're sweating. Let's get on with it. It was so scary. I wanted him to kill them so bad. <laughs> I was like, please kill them. Kill them. Please. I'm still going to say that he was still knocking it out the park up until this Oh, point. yeah. It made like money still- when it came out. But yeah. I did hear that um, it didn't. Like not like many people liked it. Yeah, at the time, it's yeah. some revisionist history in a few of his movies though. Like uh, The Shining was critically reviled. Like nobody liked The Shining when it came out. It was actually a flop. Yeah, and then as time went on, people were like, yeah, "We're got... fucking crazy." Yeah, like, yeah, wow. This Look is the this. greatest movie we've ever seen. Like it's like the most cult classic. Yeah, like, it's like like kind of how the thing was. Kind of like how a lot of these movies were. Oh, I love the early it. Eighties, yeah, it's love we, it. We know, we know. Like the thing is, oh yeah, yeah. Matt flawless. was on the podcast. And I remember we did a whole listened. episode. Yeah, it it was flawless. It, we all know that. We all know how the thing is. And but, I still agree. I think uh, it would be great if Michael Myers had Cujo by his side. He kills dogs, though. Yeah, but not if he had one that was killing with him. He's the only one he, that kills he, dogs, too. He would too. kill everything. He don't care. <laughs> He's, I like how you said it. Like you know, I'm a motherfucker kills everything. <laughs> he don't care. It's the night he came home. All right, the next one. This is, I think, could maybe stir up some debate. The Dead Zone. Love it. 
Yeah, Love it. Like Christopher Walken's finest performance. It's the only movie I feel like he's the only leading man in. He rocked He that. rocked that shit. And that guy killing himself via scissors, like on the, like virtually killing, virtually, yep. you know how hard you got to hit your head against a I know. sink the, oh. And you know insane. what? Honestly, that's the one that I saw the movie and the series when that series came is out. Good with, too. What's the name? I loved the series. Great too. series. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And that was USA, man. That was yeah. USA series. Yeah. Remember USA made like those weird like. Characters fucking, wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that is a theme, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, God. That's so bad. It's like they don't have any themselves. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the Dead Zone in many ways was ahead of its time. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100 but now I feel like it's more relevant now than at any time. It's yeah, ever the whole out. thing with like the that uh, candidate towards candidate. the end yeah, and yeah. he puts the kid in front of yeah, him. Yeah, and, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Too. And like I said, it's one of the few movies like Christopher Walken is the lead. He's been in movies with other people yeah. as Coley's, but it's like, I can't think of another movie where he is the lead. Like The Prophecy? The that Prophecy, was, yeah, he, he wasn't even the lead, he was the villain. Yeah, you know, he yeah, had, I, like, I love him in that, though. Yeah. That's I got I, I got all three Prophecies. He's only in it for, what, five minutes? Yeah, he's great in there. Yeah. He's an angel, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I love The Dead Zone. I think it's great. Like you said, it's ahead of his time. It's one of those, like I said, he's still, that's David Cronenberg. Fucking David Cronenberg directed that, man. That's the guy who did The Fly, fucking um, Shivers. Like, this is... So he's still working with some of the best directors in horror and in film history at this point are doing his books. That's insane, yo. Like, that is... These are all I never masters. realized that, how important that is to his oh, movies. Oh, 100%. This is Masters of the Craft. Yeah. I think coming up next is Christine, and that's... I was just And gonna, that's yes. John Carpenter. I was just going to oh, say, hits like, another on, he, home run director. Another home run director. Another home run fucking movie. You know, Christine... Uh, I I, I I was like, hmm, I don't know. How can someone make like a car interesting and thoroughly enjoy it? Dude, Love Artie, because it. it's, it's, it's Christine's a character and Artie is the one who like he, he oh man, when he's sitting in Christine, says, show me what you got, girl. And the light flashing from him, you just see like him turn from like, just like, mm, and you're just like, oh, this is, this is insane, dude. Yeah. And we're going to get uh, to some movies that like, frankly, kind of suck. Like oh, they're 100%. fun, but they yeah. suck. And Christine very easily could have been one of oh, those quickly if it wasn't for Carpenter making Christine into an interesting, engaging yes. character. A, a just his a car. directing made it's, that movie yeah. good, and not because it's, okay. it, it's a campy premise and it's not a campy movie. Yes. and that's Carpenter's directing. Because yep. at this point, remember Carpenter's on fucking fire too. That's the next movie we did after the thing, and between that's oh. between, that's between like the thing and Big Trouble Little China. So like Carpenter's on fucking fire. Dude, yeah. And King is and on fire now too. Christine was 1983, so even just a few years before that was Halloween. That's I mean, insane. Jesus yeah, Halloween was 79. Like that's insane. Or 78, that's insane. To think that's what I'm saying. Like listen to the directors this man had on his first few adaptations. Like it's insane. Uh, I it love makes Christine. A, wow, it makes a lot of sense. It I makes did not a, realize that. It makes a big difference who you got directed Yeah, it's awesome. Oof, but now the next one. I'm, I don't know how I feel about this. Children of the Corn. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I do love a uh, Malachi. <laughs> he wants you, Malachi. Uh, Isaac. Courtney Gaines in that. Yeah. Young yeah. Courtney Gaines. Where's she yeah. from? It wasn't <laughs> it's a, a guy. Sarah Connor in that? Wasn't it? Yes. Her? Yes. Sarah yeah, Connor's yeah, yeah, in yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Linda Hamilton was in that. Yeah. And the guy, I forget his name. He's in everything. The guy who was the main guy in that. He's pre like Reese, pre Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah, preach yeah. What if she, she what if, went through children of the court? She went to and then, like, the next day, the TA hundred came looking for her, but she got to where she was supposed to go. She gave those two kids up for adoption at the end. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's like one of those another like novellas that became um 
an actual like they stretch it out into a movie length. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was a lot to work with, so they had to like really fill in a lot. Yeah. With, uh, well, there's um, half the movie is them wandering around abandoned town. One hundred percent. And a lot of kid actors, you know, you know, not always the shy kid is awesome. A lot of kids for a, an early movie back in those days, you didn't see like a movie based on. Although the, the main like evil cult kid yeah. is, he's My, like he's like an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac. Yeah, he was. He yeah. has uh, a Gary Coleman thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gary Coleman Gary disease. Coleman. I think I think it's medically called Gary Coleman disease. It is. He has like yeah, because he had a movie that came out because um, and it's funny because speaking of children, of course, Stephen King said that's the one franchise. That his movie of his of a movie he's of a book he created he could not keep up with the sequels like he said I stopped at like seven or eight because it's a lot of Children of the Corn I haven't films. seen any of the other ones I've only seen one two three and I think Isaac's Revenge which is like number seven I saw one and that two. kid is the same I saw size there was that many yeah yeah, he's the same, yeah. same face because yep. he's an adult like it's yeah. crazy he's got some these. <laughs> Three, three, three. Actually, is one of those movies that came out in that weird like Cinemax moment where like all these weird straight to move like like eight oh, VHS yeah, yeah, movies yeah. come. And three has a weird, scary scene where people eat like corn. Like all the kids feed their parents the corn, and then when they eat it, all the bugs come out their face. Oh, uh, I uh, was gonna say it turns green. Was it I green corn like Troll Two? That's great. It's okay. It's middling. It's very middling. Yeah. It's not horrible like if it comes on if I see a part of like oh I like this part yeah and it's also not like great like considering what he just gave us that was when his first like was shaky the then first we, first first movie of any Stephen King I could watch it after that it's very iffy yeah I don't think there's any Stephen King things that were made that are horrible enough for me not to watch <laughs> we'll get to some we'll see <laughs> we're gonna put that to the test next one Firestarter Oh, yes. Young Drew Barrymore. I love that movie. That's great. I really, really enjoyed it. it took young me, Heather Locklear. Yeah. It took me in so many directions. I did not expect that movie to take me when it first started. I was like, whoa, here, we're going here, we're going there, we're going everywhere, we're exploding people. I was like, whoa. Love it. That, yeah, was, I, after, that was post-ET. Yeah. So that was Drew Barrymore still doing cocaine at seven, partying <laughs> at the, the partying at, the, at the Club 67 or whatever. Yeah, you know she was all like... Yeah, yeah, that was like she was heavy. Yeah, she like, was taking she whatever was... movie she needed to get that coke habit together. But yeah, I like Firestarter. I think it's great. Um, I forgot who plays the dad in that. Um, he's a great actor too. Uh, I know who it is. I, yeah, just I can see the face. Yeah, and it's another one. It, it, but here's the thing, and we'll we'll start. And this is the first. We'll start realizing that Stephen King draws from the same well, right? Yes, he, a lot. He he like once something works, he draws from it. Same. Think about we had Carrie. Telekinetic, now we got a pyrokinetic person, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We have Christine. Later on, we're going to have Maximum Overdrive. Right, right. One one medicine card, a bunch of medicine cards. So <laughs> Stephen King really draws from the same well a lot sometimes. If he knows if something works, he's like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it again. We had a scary dog movie. We get a scary cat movie. You know, like. And and uh, like half of his main characters are like authors or writers. Always. Always. Because he, oh, he's a narcissist. Yeah. He writes himself into a lot of his characters. <laughs> Which I get, because well, you write what you know. When you're writing 5,000 books a year, I mean, right. you're going to start to regurgitate some he, stuff. He's even... almost as good as M. Night. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I think I'm cool. I quit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like Firestarter is definitely a thumbs oh, up. Oh, that's great, yeah. Uh, we get to Cat's Eye. I've, I, did you guys? Did you guys get a chance to see it? I still I saw, I never saw, saw this film. I love Cat's Eye, but it's been a long time. Since I've it seen it probably last year. It was just on HBO. That's why I'm like, damn. I, I like you know how some things just kind of revolve yeah. going on certain streaming channels. It was just recent on HBO. James Woods has the Smokers Inc. You remember that Smokers Inc. It's 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 basically um Cat's Eye is basically a uh and a Stephen King anthology, much like um 
Creepshow was. Oh, okay. So it's 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 a, it's a movie, but it has like three segments. First segment is called Smokers Inc. It's about a guy who goes to a um, some type of program so they can help him quit smoking. Okay. It's James Woods, but you think it's gonna be oh you know take a couple steps whatever they're like no we're gonna fuck up your life if you don't quit smoking we're always watching we're always listening if you try to smoke whatever whatever like we keep oh we keep ramping things up to you smoking like we beat the shit out you if you smoke whatever 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 <laughs> it's very good it has a very cool ending like really twisty um, which are good for well, you need that with anthologies you gotta have a nice twist to keep you like oh sure know. yeah and then the middle one is the ledge and it's about a guy who it's the guy from airplane the guy, the main guy yeah, from Airplane, um, yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> if he pops up again, I'd be so excited. But yeah, the main guy from Airplane, he is having an affair with this like this this rich guy's wife, and I want to say Atlantic City. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a creep show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a creep show. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. He's I great. love he's that one. Yeah, with the tide for a long time. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is, um, that is he, uh, he had a telephone in the shoe. Was great. He um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was on a ledge um uh this guy uh he he's sleeping with uh like this really really rich guy's um wife and he's having an affair with her and he finds out and so the rich guy kills the wife and then puts the guy out on a ledge and basically said okay well here's the thing if you can get to if you can get around this ledge to this other window you can live if you fall it's on you but uh, but you got to go out on this ledge mm. so the whole move the whole that segment is about him being on this ledge trying not to fall trying not you know trying to get back in and the last one is about a little girl who adopts this cat. Or that's on the cat. cover. The girl. That's on the cover, girl, which yeah. is Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Oh yeah, yes it is. Yeah, another Drew Barrymore, Stephen King collabo. Um, and the cat is protecting her from a little troll who's trying to suck her life force out as she sleeps. That sounds dope. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 funny because it's a lot of miniatures and like bigger. Like you can tell it's just a guy in a troll suit with like a gigantic block behind him to make him look like he's small. Oh, you know, man. it's really cool. But the cool thing about cat size, every single segment has something to do to cat. So the first one in Quitters Inc., he demonstrates how like electroshock and all this stuff by shocking his cat, which I hope is fake because it looks very real. I do not like cat <laughs> violence. Yeah, yeah, me either. No. And then on the second one, it's a cat on the ledge with him. And on the third one, and it's the same cat. Oh, okay. The cat is the same Tying cat. Tying something together from, between the stories. Yeah, that yeah. travels from story to story. It's really cool. So and that's what ties that so that's cat's eye. And I'm not gonna give away any twist of how it ends, but it's it's a really it's solid. It's not great, but it's solid. It's not creep show. But it's good. It's definitely worth a watch, for sure. I have been you trying to watch that one for months and months that and months. That is crazy. I, I just got the Amazon Fire Stick, uh-huh. and it's it's not jailbroken. Oh, of course not. Um, so now I have like access to a lot of stuff. But before we were like just trying to find it on any of the services, you know, Netflix, Amazon, whatever. And then uh, my wife would use some websites, not illegal, to not illegal. to stream. Stuff and that's how we end up watching a lot of these films. And I would always, she'd be like, "Which one should we watch tonight?" I'd be like, "Hey, how about Cat's Eye?" She's like, "I can't find it." And then the next night, I'd be like, "Cat's Eye? Can we watch Cat's really? Eye?" Really? Like it's not nowhere, not even on a dark web. I, I would love if the dark web. Everybody's like, "We need copies of Cat's Eye on DVD." Stat. Like, don't go that deep. That's funny. And yeah, it's just been a long-standing joke that I always suggest Cat's Eye that we watch. I know what I'm. I getting still you. haven't seen. I it. know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Can you cat's eye? I would you love got it. a DVD player? DVD. They still make those? Laserdisc. <laughs> I would like a Laserdisc copy, please. <laughs> as big as an album? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he does a lot of those. And, it, it, like, thinking about it before, like, that's more like Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, the movie. Is True, so yeah. It's like he yeah. does a lot of the, uh, like you're saying, like anthology kind of things. Well, because he like did a lot of stories. novellas. Yeah, a lot of novellas. Yeah. So, so. Put them all together. 
Oh my god, we got so, so much more looking at this. What year list. are we at now? This is ridiculous. I think we're 1984. 1985. Oh, that's my year. Whoop, 85. <laughs> Big shout out to Terrell. Yeah, my birthday was last week. I'm still excited. Yeah, happy, oh, yeah, birthday. happy, happy birthday. birthday. I knew it was this time. Halloween, son. Yeah, spooky season. Don't worry, I'll go get you your cake. <laughs> I want my. I want my birthday cake. <laughs> well, you know where he's gonna have it. He lives here. So. I'm gonna be under the table snacking. <laughs> the moldy cake under there somewhere. <laughs> Just crying tears. From last year. Tears. <laughs> happy 30th birthday. I'm turning 34. Go ahead. Nothing to make you feel better than a little little uh, silver bullet. Oh, silver Kid bullet, on a, baby. On a nuclear-powered rocket. Yes, Gary Busey. Oh, dude, he's like on the highway. Oh, that was ah, sweet. So good. <laughs> that was sweet. And I love wheelchairs. So when I saw him flying around on that thing, I was like, oh, my God, when I get me one of those, I got to talk to Busey. I don't know if the viewers know, uh, listeners know, but Phil, huge fan of wheelchairs. I love wheelchairs. All he talk, you know how some people talk about cars? Phil talks about wheelchairs. Uh, my uh, my stepson's, one of the first memories they have of me is playing on a wheelchair yeah. because I had one in my basement at oh. my house. It sounds kind of creepy. This well, could, be a, Stephen, this that could be a Stephen King. Come down and play on the wheelchair oh, in my oh, basement, oh, boys. Oh, 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 yeah. Most people don't know this side is like, you know, podcasting. It's all dead up. The other side. Wheelchairs. It's a wheelchair, wheelchair, wheelchair racetrack, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I had a wheelchair there, and the boys, I had a big, uh, like, thing of, like, cardboard for some reason. I think it was, like, on the against the wall of, like, t- TV cardboard that my TV came in. And we would all go on the wheelchair and go as fast as we could and smash into it and then, like, kind of fall out of the wheelchair. So, like, really fond memories. And then Silver Bullet had, like, the best wheelchair I've ever seen. <laughs> it is so it's kind of touched my heart a little bit. <laughs> okay, now, wheelchair aside, did you like the movie? There was something other than the wheelchair? <laughs> and the movie's about a sentient wheelchair. <laughs> I mean, I know there was Busey. <laughs> Busey in a wheelchair. That's all you need. Yeah, he was good. Just flying through the whole movie. Uh, this was one of the first ones that I was like, this is utterly hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Like, I can't. It's campy, campy. Like, it's yeah. not like campy where. I, I, who directed that? Did they say? Uh, yeah, it is Dan Dan Addis. Addis? I don't know. Dan I have to see what else he done. But uh, but yeah, that that's all right. So I don't know that person by name, but I still think that <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, that's <laughs> silver bullet two and three and four. <laughs> but um, but I, I do like I'm I'm a sucker for werewolf, werewolf movie. Period. I love werewolf yeah. movies. One of my favorite monsters. Don't see a lot of them. I feel like you yeah. don't see a lot of them because it's hard to do right. You got like I would agree with monsters. that. It's like Who two is that Corey? No. Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's one of the film. Yeah, it's one of Corey. So many famous actors and directors. Jesus, I can't. Yeah, especially Believe for it. the time. They're big, you know. Isn't he the one that kills him? He shoots him? It's the priest. The priest the, is... Uh, it was the priest the, the whole time. The priest with the eye patch. Yeah, that's how he's you He's the know guy. He's the brother from uh, People Under the Stairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the weird brother that owns the house with the sister. Yeah. I, I like... It, it's one of those... Um, uh, it's, a, it's a whodunit movie, right? Because you don't know who the werewolf is. Yeah. Well, if you... You figure it out. <laughs> figure it out, I mean, yeah. The priest, yeah. But yeah, but but it's one of those whodunit, like, who is the monster in the town werewolf things. And I think the werewolf looked pretty cool. Uh, him being in the house with like the whole family I did was pretty honky, but I, I like I like that I like I thought the world looked pretty cool. I think it was okay. And that movie was very dark, not like like dark as in, but like like nighttime. Yeah, like, like all the yeah yeah there was very yeah. dark. Like, well, it's werewolf. No yeah, yeah, but werewolf. there was no lights on. Like when he's looking. Yeah, they did that probably because they couldn't thing. afford to light it up. Yeah, because you'd see how bad the costume probably looked. <laughs> The entire so. budget went to that wheelchair, I'm telling you. <laughs> it is that one good scene in the daytime when that road with that wheelchair. When he's oh, like, he goes to warp speed. It's like Star Wars. <laughs> the stars are flying by. It never tell me the odds. And he pushed the button on the wheelchair and he started going. <laughs> <laughs> Had the nitrous going or something. That's pretty great. I want to see him in the next Fast and Furious movie. 
Yeah. There you go. <laughs> now, at this point, I think Stephen King has uh, fallen deep into alcoholism and oh, cocaine yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he was an opioids. Big it's time. a hell of a drug. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Because tell me what's next, baby. Say it. A little, Say it. A little thing that, well, I don't want to promote Smash, but he liked it. Uh, maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Yes. Fucking ACDC did the goddamn yes. soundtrack. Oh it was awesome. It is awesome. It is directed, awesome, it's but it's so excessive. It's, it's the like, only movie Stephen King directed. Else directed. Yeah, he directed yes. the movie. And he was on so much cocaine. We needed. He said it. He was like, yeah. "I was on so much cocaine. I don't remember directing most of this movie." I remember turning to my wife during that movie and be like, "Can we change up the mood of this movie a little? Does it all have to be hard rock? It's all hard rock. Everything." It's a scene where the, this is the funniest. Shit and I ever. like ACDC. This don't get fun- me wrong. Did you see the ACDC van at the beginning? Yeah. Yes. The yeah. Van? That was great. Just out there solving mysteries in a van. <laughs> I love um, I I love the scene where they're pumping gas to like hard rock music, but the way they're doing it, they're making it seem like pumping gas is the most grueling thing. You're just, they're they're like, exa- they're oh, like, oh, like they're looking at the hands blisters. They're like taking turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're they're like, then he did a meal like is talking to him like, look, we got the primo shit on the East Coast, all right? Fucking get you fueled up like it's cocaine. Yeah. Talking to the cars, talking to the trucks. Uh, if people don't know, this is a movie about sentient uh, machinery coming to life, and it's because um, of the comet. Yeah, because of uh, the Earth. And the tale of it lasts on Earth for so long, and that's what creates all the machines to come to life. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Sometimes you, I know the basic premise. We made premise. you! We made you! She oh, got killed the lady. I forget what. Stupid. She's oh, stupid that was so great. The waitress? Yeah. Yeah, and the then. One, it goes crazy. Yes, she much. does. Yes. And then, uh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> she. Isn't, oh, isn't there the really annoying woman who's constantly whining? The one she wife, said, the one does mm, mm, the voice of uh, Maggie Simpson, Lisa I mean, uh, Simpson, Lisa Simpson. Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. There's like, the newly that voice. It's that their their relationship. She's like recently married. Yeah, they're right. Not, and their relationship is super weird. Yeah. She's awful. Yeah. They're in Wilmington, North Carolina. I, be, I remember that. I, I don't mind. She's awful. <laughs> yeah, she's very annoying. The best part is when the fucking. At towards the end, and they're like sneaking around. They have some guns, and the fucking drive throughs like human alert, human alert, <laughs> human. First of all, drive throughs can't talk. The reason why they have voices is because people talk through them. Yeah, so true. how the hell is it talking by itself? Human alert. The other favorite human. part is Stephen King does have a cameo in that. Oh, he's going yeah, to the ATM, ATM. Yeah. And he's trying to get money out. And the ATM yeah. starts saying, asshole, yeah. asshole. <laughs> he's had a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his cameos. We can we can do a whole other podcast about his cameos. Just the cameos. Just the cameos. They're fantastic. How like, about that truck that, with the big green face oh, on it? The Green Goblin yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They didn't have the right to say Green Goblin, but it's Green Goblin. I love, though, that someone... One of the truck drivers actually had that on his truck. That's insane. It was a toy truck. What and then it got pos- and then truck, it got yeah. possessed and was like perfect. But he actually drove around with that freaking ridiculous that is insane. thing. Could you imagine being on a highway? Let's say you know you're coming home, taking like the the family out on a long drive. Maybe come back from Florida, big vacation. Everybody's sleep, and you're on a fucking turnpike, and you look to the left, and the goblin face. Yeah. Look in your like, rearview mirror. You're like, what? You see a goblin's. Oh, that is terrifying. Red, red eyes. Popping up, glowing. It doesn't have to be possessed. That could have been a horror movie on its own. I love that scene when it smashes that one dude. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. good. And he and he bends over and he's fumbling with the keys for like a half an hour. And the thing's like a mile away coming towards him. How could you not hear a Mack truck <laughs> also, barreling down? Also, if you guys want to avoid him, turn left. Turn yeah. right. Trucks take a long time to turn. Yes. So even if they're going fa- even if they hit a hard right or left, they can't turn that quick. Just I don't know. Maybe turn left and right when you're running. I mean, that's just my idea. I don't know. And they're and they're stuck in uh, where they're in, in a, a gas, gas station. station. Yeah. Any of it's those like truck, any of those trucks can run through that gas station. Oh yes, they the need truck them stop. to supply yeah. them with the good shit. Yeah, that's uncut. True. 
They've yeah, got them they held make, hostage. They make them come out and give them gas. That's yeah, why all the other trucks come to that gas station. Yeah, they to talk gas. to them in Morse code, remember? Because yeah. somehow machines know Morse code now. Yeah. I love how they just keep circling and circling it's, it's the and one, circling. It's the one um, Jeep that's yeah, got the, the gun beep, 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 beep. Yeah. It's beeping. I love them. Um, <clears throat> before we continue, I, I, before we go, I have to say this. Uh, it's, it's a part in that movie where. I lost it. Never mind. <laughs> The movie's insane. That's all I'm going to say. It's fucking yeah. insane. I'll remember later. I'll remember nine movies later. I remember like what I'm going to say about Maximum. Well, like you said, but Emilio Estevez is in it, so that's pretty dope. I, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The good, he, the good he, sheen. He, he's back from the streets, though. He was in jail. Oh, yeah. He was in, well, what before? We never know. And yeah. No, he tried to rob a. He tried rob, to rob somebody? He tried to rob like a convenience store. But then he's working at Bubba's place with his like yeah. 90 guns <laughs> under the basement. It's like a. But again, it's another A-list celebrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the top upper. It's pre. Upper. He was. He was the better of the Sheens. <laughs> Just know that he was the better of the Sheens. At I mean, this was. He got him before he hit Mighty Duck fame. Ooh, I mean, he got him and, early fame. He was a free jack. So yeah, he was. He was nailing chicks in that movie too. A lot of home runs. You know what? Nailed that uh, what they call a, a Just lying V. <laughs> Just an off 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 brand top uh, subject from Free Jack. A road uh, twitch. Uh, Mick Jagger was awesome in that. I loved him in Free Jack. Mick I, yeah, Jagger? Free Jack, yeah, it's great. He was actually good. Whew. All right, and we take a... Oh, a... I know what I wanted to say. Oh, he's back. Sorry, I'm Sorry, bad, guys. Hey, Terrell. So th- th- did you guys see the, the TV version of that called Trucks? No. No, I saw Wait, it on this list here. I had Wait, no idea what it was. It's on, like, it's on streaming. Trucks, it's... Now, Trucks is a short story that Max Mobile Drive is based on. Trucks, at the end of Trucks, in the short story, it's only like maybe 10 pages long. On the, at the end so of the short, short story... Yeah, at the end of the short story... Basically, the trucks, they, they say that eventually the trucks are going to pave all the oceans and, and everything is going to be all road. <laughs> and the trucks are going to live and no longer, they're no longer going to need them. They're going to, like, at the end, you start, at the end of the movie, factories are starting to make trucks that are solar powered. Mm. And they're starting to pave just road over dirt and it's the oceans. Stupid. And, yeah. And they're putting, like, concrete in the ocean and shit. Like, it's, it's, cra- it's, it's crazy. Like, so they're stupid. like, stupid. Yeah. At the end, it's like a monologue. <laughs> from the, it's really stupid. His endings, not great. A lot of them aren't great. No. And the movies reflect. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> what a twist. All right. Then we take a, a hard right turn here into Stand By Me. Oh, that's... that's Okay. Best Stephen King adap- adaptation ever. Yeah. Ever. Best adaptation ever. I remember like my book. sister loving this movie when I was growing up. But I, and I've seen it many times with her. I don't specifically remember this one i remember I, there's like a railroad it's and not some, horror that's the thing it's not no, this is not no. horror book. but it was one yeah. of the m- movies that i remember the most 100 yeah it was like that goonies up. and monster squad yeah we're like the three like pivotal kid movies to me even though stand by me is really dark you know like the bullying and a dead body and all that like it's a lot of like does it have greasers yeah, uh, he went through a phase. He loves the, the Stephen King loves the fifties. Yeah. He loves classic rock. Yeah, he loves everything about the fucking fifties, man. It is greasers and uh, it's gre- He can write some shit today in two thousand nineteen, <laughs> and it still be a greaser in there. <laughs> like you have like the cigarettes in his shirt right here, like oh, and the jackets and the yeah, hair. It's, it's oh. insane. Still, the most famous scene for that I remember is when they're walking through the, the train tracks. Well, the train tracks, and then when they're walking through the swamp. And they oh, the leeches. And the leeches all over him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Michael, uh, 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 Kiefer Sutherland. Young yeah. Kiefer Sutherland plays the bully yep. in there. Yeah, he's the Yeah, he's bully. the one that's going to yeah. kill him. He wants to find a body, and he's going to kill him. And, yeah, it's, it's really, really good. At the end, they have a, that dope monologue about where the kids are after that and all that. And they grew up. One of them died on drugs. And uh, yeah. River Phoenix. Young yeah. River Phoenix. Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Corey yeah, Haim the, other was the Corey. star of Toy Soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other Corey Haim. 
the other Corey. Oh, yeah, both Corys. Nice. <laughs> a, a lot of again, yeah, famous and, actors. And, and and I think Frank Darabont did that, didn't he? Who who directed that? Uh, it says Rob Reiner. Oh, Rob oh, Reiner. Yeah, I'm Rob sorry. Reiner, yeah. Same guy who did Misery. Yep. Yeah, Rob Reiner. Yeah, that was the first Stephen King. A lot of Stephen King, you'll see also, uh, recycles a lot of the same directors. He has a good rapport with a lot of them. And also, he lets, he lets a lot of them adap- adapt his films for a dollar. Like, you know, Stephen King will let I'd you. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> he'll, he'll let you get the film rights for anything. For A lot of like college students always go and, and ask to adapt his work and all that. He sells it to him for a dollar. No wonder everything's been made into a movie. He sells shit for a dollar. He sells shit for a dollar. <laughs> he makes millions on books. You don't need to do it for the movies. Right. Yeah. All right, the other two we already talked to, Creep Show 2, Running Man, Running Man, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Uh, we get to one of the heavy hitters, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, female director. Uh, Mary Lambert. Mary Lambert, yes, yes, great, great movie. I think it's his most personal of his films. Yeah, like It, it, it deals with grief in such a major way. Well, dude. the story about it the is story. when he moved back, he moved back to Maine. Was it Maine? I yeah, can't it's remember. Maine. It's always Maine. It's every, everyone is Maine. grew up, Maine, yeah. right? He moved back, and they wanted to have, like, a vacation, get away from all the craziness, because that was when he was really starting to get popular and everything. And the cocaine. And the, the cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> but he was actually, I can't remember if he was getting over the cocaine at that point. He was still drinking. But um, the whole thing with the son in the car getting hit by the car in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> that almost happened the to his son. The truck jump that scares. terrifying. Yeah. That almost that happened tr- to his son in real life, and that's how he got the idea for Pet Cemetery. Ah, see, real yeah. life, you know, filters life into. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's why that I was his son, say. Joe. Joe Joe Chill, who's also a great... Uh, Joe Hill is also a great writer. Yeah. Also, he writes they do, stuff. Um, they're doing something together, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. They do books together yeah. and stuff too. They're a great, great, great writer. I've seen Pet Cemetery like quite a few times compared to some of these other ones. I've seen that five, six times. I, think. I, I love, I love the element of the person who the father tries to save keeps coming back to warn him: "Stop what you're doing. Don't do this. You don't want to do yeah. this. It's going to end bad. I'm coming. You tried to help me, so I'm gonna help you." I love when sometimes dad is Sometimes things have to say. I sound like Richard Nixon. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm terrible voices. I'm not a crook. <laughs> but yeah, I, I loved. Oh man, that is such a good goddamn movie. And I had to rewatch it again because I watched the new one, which we'll probably get to. Let's sometime. talk about the new one right now. Let's, Let's talk about them okay. together. I lo- I, I, it was okay. It was yeah. okay. I love the directors who did it. They did a movie called Starry Eyes. I thought it was really, really good. But um, I thought it was. Here's the thing: Jason Clark, the main guy from the new movie, always looks like a bad guy. Yes. Can't, take, can't take him as a hero. Even in um, uh, what's the one um, when they do the climbing that you Everest Mount Everest, yeah Everest I Everest he was episode. Kill him. Yeah, he does that have kind of that. Face, yeah, yeah. I can't take him as a good guy. I want to see he's every as soon as the movie as soon as the movie starts, he's going to betray that family, kill him. I just think he's going to betray whomever he is in the movie with. <laughs> yeah, because he, he has a face like that, a villain. The one um, Winchester. Yeah. He was in that too. Yeah, he's, he has a face of a villain, and I can't get over it. Yeah, but that uh, what is it called? A well, duck, Genesis. The, the, oh. <laughs> Don't that second time you did that today. <laughs> the, the dumb waiter scene. Yeah, it's fantastic in a new one. Did you see it, Phil? Yes. New yes. Yeah, the the dumb waiter scene with the sister because yep. everybody know the scariest part of both of those movies is the sister. Uh, as as and they changed it. As, in the, that was in actually the, the scariest part. You're right. Yeah. 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 Is her name Esmer, What was her name? Esmer, uh Esmeralda. Oh my God! What was Esmeralda. her name? I forgot what it was, but that that used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. My mom yeah, was watching, sure. and it scared her. And I remember like me and her both jumping back, like ah. And I was like a little kid, like maybe six or seven. Now, isn't that, that similar? The hell out isn't of it? Me. Didn't they take um, the hill? Uh, what's the one haunted hills? Haunted of Hill House. 
Yeah, didn't they do something similar with that dumb waiter scene? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. came out before Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's not get started uh, on that because that is the haunting greatest Hill House. That uh. is the greatest piece of horror anything. In the I agree decade. with you. I Haunted of Hill House good. is perfect. I've still only seen it once. I want to go back and see it oh, again. But so I so did, I went to Matt. Matt was like over and over and over again. I'm yep. like Haunting of Hill House. You got to see it. It is great. It's, it's suspenseful. It's, it's scary. It is, I cried on an episode. That's how invested I got into this goddamn family that I don't know in real life. Last one with what's her name? Uh, the one that the daughter. That oh yeah, Nelly. Hanging herself. Nelly, yeah. well, she doesn't hang herself. Yeah, the Ben Nelly, Nelly's spoiler. Nelly's Nelly's episode. I think it's episode five where you find out what happened to her story. Because no, it's five kids. It blew my mind. Yeah. Oh my! When she realized she was the the, the choking. Oh Bentley my lady. god! Oh, was, she was her own dude. Ghost. She was her own ghost through time. That fucking and, dude. And the ghost that followed was the kid named Dylan, the boy, the drug issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When his one that just like ticks and walks around with that like cane yeah, or whatever. Like that, that one fucked freaked me, me up, out. Yeah. Yeah. When it like fucked went down and looked up. under the bed. On, at the one of the last times when he's at the street, when he's on the street. Oh, yeah. And he sees it. And he sees it in the, by the distance. Yes. It's tall. Oh, my God. And he knows he's right behind him, but he's not going to turn around. What scares me about that that makes me feel like unsettled and like disturbed is that it's not necessarily like a threat like Ah, like attacking you it's just so goddamn creepy and terrifying that's what got me about that yeah it's 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 a hundred percent the greatest piece of horror anything i think in the last like 10 years like any horror movie any horror show the haunting hill house is better than that yeah it is it's fantastic the ending the whole thing with the dad oh yeah well henry thomas yeah you, you thought he was yeah with them until that very end point but you didn't realize that he's was spoiler alert dead already for a while when they first got into that house. Yeah, he yeah, stayed with the mom. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Uh, dude, dude, when you realize the fucking little girl was the gardener's yes. daughter, she wasn't dead, and then she, oh my God. Then the, did she takes the mom body back so the mom can die in the house and be with the. Uh, my mind. Was, oh, dude, my mind. It is great. And there's hidden ghosts all Every, over. It's yeah. like a thousand ghosts. Yeah. yeah. It's a thousand ghosts hitting everywhere. It's so amazing. Yeah. When I went back with my with my girlfriend, God, I'm in a relationship, guys. I went back with my girlfriend and it point because she, she she hates horror. She's terrified of horror stuff. You'll get but her she was it. very interested in that show because everybody talked about it and we watched a bunch of stuff on YouTube about it after we watched it and we were they pointed out all the ghosts and it was like a 20 minute video. Yeah, that's one of the that's best insane. things to start out with someone who's not into that kind of genre because that is just because it gets slam you dunk. It gets you emotional. You care about the characters from yes, the very start. Right. The music is super good. Oh, I actually took right. some of the music for the Hunting a Killer yeah. series. I did. Yeah, it's, it's 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 perfect all the way through. And not to get off topic too much, but man, it is Mike Flanagan, the director of that, who I love everything he's done. Is also the guy directing Doctor Sleep, new Stephen oh, King yeah, movie yeah. Oh, Okay, month. and yeah. also that show had the best long running scene, Two in, Storms. In the, oh, the episode Two Storms, yeah, episode yeah. six. How Two long storms? was that? Like fifteen minutes or no, something? No, it was like, like the, the whole ep- the episode. It, it, was, shot. it was a one shot episode. It was because it went it went from them as kids in a big house and then the the um actual uh, yeah. uh the mortuary would turn into the yes, house they yeah. it, it yeah. was and it was about the two storms one when they were kids when it was i saw like a behind the scenes how they did dude, like people were like it. running people around and ducking under the camera under, yeah dude it is it is masterful they were like somebody do not fuck up your line yeah, if, do if not you, fuck up because if you line. fuck up they got to start over everything yeah that is awesome dude yeah. like that is it's a movie within a movie of. how they did it it's unheard of on a, on a tv show all right all right we got to get off yeah time out we got to get talk about hill house for a whole i know 
All right. Well, then we'll go from one of the uh, the best pieces of horror I think we can agree on with Haunting at Hill House to probably the second best graveyard shift. <laughs> I love graveyards. <laughs> the giant rat movie. Yeah. <laughs> all I remember is that. I okay. thought it was a bat for the longest all time. It's a rat. It's bat or rat. I think the one at the end has wings, right? I don't I even don't know. know. All I know is that that guy's taking him out with a soda can. Yo, all, 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 I, all I remember is that the boss was an asshole. Um, yeah. And, and then he had end, a weird accent. Weird accent. It was like German. So weird. It was like weird. And then I think at the end, he was like a super badass. Like he was in the yeah. things in the cave, like, ah, like, like killing him or something. That, that movie was one of those always on HBO movies growing up. Yeah. yeah I it was see that. always on cable. That, yeah. that was always late night. Back back. Every yeah. time. And they made that movie seem like it was scarier than it was. It was not. No. That thing looks fake. Those, those rat things look fake. I was enjoying myself during that movie just because it was campy and stupid yeah, and I was laughing mm-hmm. and I was having a great time with it. I turned to my wife and she had this look of like just why, disgust. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and she likes like horror movies, loves them like mm-hmm. more than I do and she's the one who got me into horror movies but she was just like, what is this? Like she hated it. The first it. guy that dies is with on, in front of that machine that's clawing the stuff Yeah, and he's like, he's talking to the rats like isn't he throwing them in there or some shit or no, he, I don't even think he's he like turns around and he goes like ooh yeah back in the machine. <laughs> I'm like what the hell happened that was a perfect reenactment by the <laughs> it <way>. was <laughs> yeah that's a it, it's it's a really stupid movie but it's it still has that weird late 80s early 90s charm to it where it's like it's dumb but it looks like yeah. they really tried you know like they tried it, it just didn't hit the mark no they no. missed that shit by mile. Well, we change up gears here and we go uh, into misery. Oh, oh man, man! Andy get, Wilkes, getting baby. back on Andy top, getting back motherfucking on Wilkes. One of the movies, uh, he wrote that after his car accident. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was the first movie. That's first book he wrote after the car because of him being hurt and being like he was confined to his. Well, bed he was. Um, he also wrote that because of yeah. all of his fans, the fans criti- was start, criticizing yeah. him and stuff like that, and he was getting uh, starting to go crazy. An Oscar-winning performance. Misery. She won an Oscar for Kathy Bates, yeah. Kathy it, Bates won a fucking Oscar. She is excellent. Deserved it. Deserved excellent. it. What's his name? Con, James Oh, Can. James Conn was amazing. He was awesome in Amazing. I Man. had never seen that until this year. And oh, really? I loved it. I loved oh. it. It was really oh well God. done. Dude, the hobbling scene. Oh, the fucking yeah. plank with the... Oh. Also directed by Rob. Rob Reiner. Reiner. Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah, he starts recycling. And also Rob Reiner, historically a comedic director. Like, he did a lot of comedy films. Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah, he did, oh, did really? Spinal Tap. Yeah, he did a lot of comedies, and then he got into him dealing with Stephen King. He did a lot of the non-supernatural Stephen King movies. And that's the first thing that I noted. I remember reading and then seeing where the biggest change was, obviously, when she breaks his legs yeah. instead of mm-hmm. cutting them off. Yeah. In the book, she cuts She his cuts them in the book, yeah. But... That the hobbling scene, scene was so bad. So much him, better. Oh, I was hit, like, oh, seeing her like with a sledgehammer hit his feet. That's oh, the they filled they filled a fake prosthetic foot up with like jelly. Yeah. So when it hit, it can go and like turn real easily. Mm. Oh, so and I love that they showed that they didn't shy away from yeah. it. And they put in the sound of bones cracking, but they just but it's just oh. There's an element great. of realism that makes that oh, cringeworthy. Oh, you're yeah. just like oh. And also to have James Khan, who's such a masculine guy. Be emasculated like that, and yeah. just like, cause if everybody knows James Conn, he's like he was a man's man yeah, in his day. Was, like, yeah, he was a real like was he was a out. fucking man's yeah. man. And to see him like hobbled and like just just like bitched the whole entire movie right. from a woman, uh, it's, it's pretty. You great. can see like heads explode or people get run right. over by you know giant yeah. eighteen wheelers, <laughs> and you're like, oh wow. But then you see someone's like legs yeah. smashed up. You're like, oh my god, that's horrifying. Yeah, like I'm very and I'm very excited about the second season of Castle Rock because it focuses on her. 
Yeah, that's really dope. I did hear about excited. that. Yep. All right, well, I don't know. This one is not so much... I don't think Stephen King had much to do with this, but The Lawnmower Man... Okay, it's a story. I got a, it, I, I know the history of the one. Oh, man. It's a classic it is, piece. Man, I've never seen it, but I know oh, a lot about dude, it. I know it is, a lot about it. It is. Oh, the movie is like Crazy Fah- Monkey. Jeff Fahey in that movie and fucking and, uh, 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 James Bond. Which one was yeah, it? Uh, Pierce Brosnan? Pierce Brosnan. Uh, it is, this movie's insane, It's dude. those eyes. This it's a, those seductive it's a, eyes. Oh, God. It's so sexy. He doesn't wear a shirt. He smokes. It's just, yeah. He smokes all the time shirtless in the movie. For yeah, the some neighbor, the, she wants uh, a little piece yeah, of that it's man. It's so funny. Well, he so always, his, he's always shirtless. Here's the thing The Lawnmower Man is based on, like, I swear to God, like a two page like short story by Stephen King. Yeah, he was not is, happy. He was not happy because The Lawnmower Man in the book is just about a guy who's cut, like, he goes out, see his grass, and, like, this guy's down there eating the grass. Yeah. And, like, a lawnmower. And then you find out he's, like, the god Pan. Who's like half man, half like, you know, like lower body animal god. And it's this whole bullshit. The <laughs> Lawnmower Man movie is about a guy who's a little less uh, coherent in the mind, who a scientist played by Pierce Brosnan. He's like basically. Gets him, uh, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. He gets him. And the he R word. Yeah. He's the, the hard R word. And um, he basically gets him and does experiment on him, trying to make him smarter. But into doing so, he turns him into. The internet? Question mark. Like <laughs> turns them into the internet. So smart. It's all it's about so virtual stupid. reality, guys. Yeah, it's about virtual. They have virtual reality modern, sex. It was a modern. It, you got to see the virtual reality I, sex. I've watched a bunch of clips on YouTube, okay, so I have so a fair see, idea okay. of most he of these was, clips. Yeah, the modern times are times Lucy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's modern Lucy. Yeah. Those graphics when dude. he's in the virtual reality world are hey, that looking insane. When that came out. That was like no, it holy hell! Like, <laughs> that should look bad, dude. He, he was turning those keys trying to get out. I love how then he says, "My, my the phones will be my cries or something." And all the phones ring. Oh my gosh! That oh, was so shut stupid. up! That was stupid. That was dumb. That's like a movie you like get together all your buddies, smoke a pound of weed, oh, and then yeah, watch that movie. It was definitely so good, so bad it's good movie. Right, right. Yeah, well, but it, but it has nothing to do. And Stephen King actually sued. Yeah, um, yes. I was just yeah, to take that. his yeah. name off of Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man, and they still put it on. Yeah. <laughs> New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema. They yeah. were like, oh, screw that. They keep, still keep the put name. it on. And, and they paid like $10,000 a day or care. something absurd. They kept it on there while I was in the theater so people can go see it. And I think that came out the same weekend as Sleepwalkers or something. I think it was close to that. Oh, we'll talk about that. Oh, I love we we got to get to it. We let's keep this moving here. Keep, keep moving. All right. We got the dark half next. I love the dark half. John Lithgow. You didn't like it? I did not like the dark half. Really? No, I did not. I, like I, think it's, I think it's good. It's no. still middling, but it's not bad to me. He's kind of greaserish. I was not into it. <laughs> you, you must not, you're not going to like a lot of King if you don't like greasers. Did you get to Sometimes They Come Back? I yeah. hated that movie. Oh, I love greasers, baby. I love that. I hate it. That's my... There was two of them. Secrets Revealed. Yeah, it yeah. is. Sometimes They Come Back Again. That is my least favorite <laughs> King movie I've seen. Really? I hated that. While it was while we were watching it, I was saying it like that. I was turning to my wife. Can I ask you a question? I hate this. You like grease? I hate anything with grease. <laughs> except a baconator. <laughs> no, um I do I like grease? No, not really. Really? No, no it's not. Do you really like fifties era stuff? Like in general? Like No, you don't like Not really. I mean, I'm not I don't have a Hard Reference opinion about it. Hard opinion. No, because that because that's the that's the greaser era. That's what I'm saying. Do you not like? Or you just you just hate the whole a like the whole greaser like greasers are lame, man. They're it stupid. <laughs> Why do we keep got to keep going back to this? He's so old. Stephen King is so, so old. dumb. 
That's you really met funny. a greaser in your life? No. No, no. I don't think people like existed like that. Back then, I think that was like made up. From you gotta have a switchblade. You know a black coat with it all popped Yeah, up. the pompadour haircut. I, I was, and that was also done by uh, George A. Romero there again. Romero. Yeah. I was confused during part of the movie. I'm like, wait, who's coming back? He looks just like him. What is going on? Yeah, but that was a, that was a TV movie, wasn't it? Sometimes they come back. I'm no, I don't. Oh, wait. That's, yeah. oh, wow. We're talking about that one. I thought I we were talking about Dark Half. Oh, no. Dark Half. Yeah, that, that's Romero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, still the, still working with the same directors. Yeah. One of the most I remember the but poster for the dark half, or the VHS sleeve. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't enjoy that one. Mm. Okay. No, just, it's still middling. It's not great. Needful things. Okay, I like needful things. I did too. I, I did think too. needful things would be better yeah, as did, a series. I, I think it'd be better if they done it now and as a series because it's so much shit in there. In there, it is yeah. so much in there. You get more yeah. out of but it. I I love any movie when the devil comes to a town. And like it's such a good premise. It's such and the book is really good too. The book is really good. But I, I like Needful Things. Ed, Ed Ed Harris is the sheriff, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah love yeah. Ed Harris so much. Anything he does, so yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm a big. I like Needful Things a lot. My, me and my mom watched that a lot growing up. Yeah, that was to um like Winter Storm, or the um, the hell's the other one, where the demon comes to the town. He makes the it Truman it. Show. Airbutt. <laughs> Wasn't that the longest storm or something like that? I can't remember what it was. I thought it was a Stephen King thing too, but Storm of the Century. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Needful Things was definitely a del- delightful good. surprise for me. Yeah, it's really good. Things. It's, I feel like it's one of the yeah, it's one of like the kind of lesser known. I think I would I would say so. Yeah, I, I don't think it did like it did it did. I don't think it did Gangbusters when it came out. I had never even heard of it, and we're like, oh, what's this one? And we just put it on, and we were like, it's another this is pretty cool. All the time on cable movie for me. Mm-hmm. I watched so many times. All right, now we get to we go a little more serious here. We go into the dramatic piece, the Shawshank Redemption, oh, which one is of the greatest b- movies of all time. So much different, so much different. Than everything else. <laughs> so one of the greatest different. movies of all time, if not yeah. the greatest. Oh movie yeah, of all time. I agree. With you the got greatest. The Shining, you got Shawshank Redemption. These are yeah. right up there with the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I love Shawshank Redemption for it's... forever. Like I absolutely People loved didn't even it. Know it's a Stephen King. I movie. didn't know it was Stephen no. King. It's so far from. Stephen yeah, King. Derek told me that. Yeah. It's, and he was like, how do you not know that? I was like, I don't know, dude. Perfect I Derek impersonation. Yeah, I was, I was here. <laughs> Is he Derek? I was here? like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. It's great. It's it's awesome. It, no, yeah, it, it's one Robbins of the greatest. And, uh, it's still one of the biggest Oscar snubs of Forrest Gump winning over that shit. It should not have won over no goddamn Shawshank Redemption. I still think... Forrest Gump is not holding up as much as Shawshank Redemption yes. is. I yep. feel like Shawshank yep, yep, Redemption yep. will hold up forever. Well, it was smart because it was set in a later time. Well, I, I it's guess a phenomenal was so story. Was, so too, was Forrest Gump. It is yeah. such an emotional, gut wrenching oh, story. God, it man. is fantastic, and it has a few different storylines. My best going. friend Andy Dufresne. <laughs> very <laughs> yeah, nice. Very nice. Thank you. That was good. Bit. Is he I here? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, a little bit. Whoa. And that that uh the. The officer, the the head of the oh yeah, like, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, they say you ever get busy living or you get busy dying. Yeah, that guy was a dickhead. The guy, the warden, warden. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so good when he plays the music over the loudspeaker, man. You just fucking like yes, like uh, <laughs> him My, climbing through shit at the end to come through that. Like it's just, uh, it's so many like so many iconic scenes that's been parodied. You can always tell how good something is to how much it's been parodied. Yeah. Right, right. And that has been parodied yeah. so much throughout the rest of the cultural zeitgeist. You know, between movies, TV shows, cartoons, everything. It could be a cartoon about kids that parodies the Shawshank. And you're like, 
Oh, kids don't know what they're parodying right now, but because it's a cartoon, but they're yeah. parodying the song. Yeah, yeah I love when he was getting out. He was timing it with the uh, thunder. Yeah, oh, yeah. so good. Epic. The yeah. fucking poster, the wind. He puts his and, arms oh, out. Oh, so good oh, in the rain. Epic. So good, man. Yeah, and like, then when they meet up oh, on the beach, God oh, damn, so dude, good. I was like, like oh, hello. let me ask a question. You think he killed his wife? No. You think he killed his wife? No. You think he I did? Think he was set up. Maybe. I don't know. I, I like that you never get an answer. It was the one-armed man. It was the one-armed man, right. I like that you never really get an answer. You just... No, I don't think you did. Yeah, He's a good he, dude. It, does, it doesn't matter, though. That's the thing. He does too many good things for me to believe that, that he did that. <laughs> That's what I love it, though. You don't, you, don't know. you don't know. They give you no absolution of him even being innocent or not. You just... Him in that jail is all that matters now. He does people's taxes. <laughs> I mean... Freeman. <laughs> yeah, right. He helped... Is it all right if I get a Brighton break, boss? <laughs> God himself was with him in right. prison. <laughs> My good friend Andy Dufresne. Yeah, that's legendary. Yeah, it's it's one of the greatest movies ever. It should have won. It should have beat Forrest Gun ten times over. His name was Red. Mm-hmm. It was Red now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I didn't know that that was uh, done by Stephen King. I mean, I think I learned that a few years ago. Like I said, from Derek. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Derek, Derek sent in a little segment for us. Oh, nice. Well, hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? This is Derek Batichak. I've been commissioned by Phil to uh, talk a little bit about Stephen King. Uh, I'm in a parking garage. <laughs> that matters. Such low energy. Yeah, there's a lot of traffic in this parking garage because I'm looking at the thing. <laughs> so Stephen King, I'm not entirely sure what he wants me to uh, address, but... Uh, talk about it. I guess when I think about the adaptations uh, of his work, it's really hard for me to think of one that I don't enjoy on some level. I think that's what's so great about it. Like, I could watch Pet Cemetery about 15 different times, and it's really hard for me to not enjoy it every time I see it, even if uh, some of it's dated, but some of it's legitimately creepy. So that's pretty great there's a good mix there even maximum overdrive uh which is the one he directed that was uh based on his own work that was the first time he ever did that Ooh, the traffic's moving that was the uh <laughs> first time he ever did that and it's stopping again <laughs> oh man so it's funny because you watch that movie and he actually is quoted as saying that uh, it didn't turn out that great because he had no idea what he was doing and he was uh, coked out of his mind. And when you watch that movie, you totally understand that those two things are the case. Like, that's not, that is not the product uh, of a, a person whose mind wasn't full of cocaine. It's just not, that's just not the case. Like, that's absolutely not the movie of a sober person. So that's just great. Um, you know, even Sleepwalkers, which isn't that good. I think that's an, I don't think that's based on anything. I think he actually wrote a screenplay for that one. That's pretty weird. A lot of cat death, which I hate, but that that one's agreed, kind of agreed. enjoyable in like a weird way. Uh, so yeah, that's really all I have to say about them. I mean, they're very uh, prolific. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Prolific writer. Really wrote a lot. Wrote a lot of great stuff and. Uh, a lot of that stuff has been turned into some pretty great adaptations, you know, um, particularly... I know Phil didn't know he wrote Shawshank Redemption, which was crazy to me. Like, who doesn't <laughs> know that? No offense, Phil. But seriously, <laughs> how, do, how do you not know that? Um, you told me. Had a call come through there, and now the 
thing is red. I don't know what that means. Phil, you can edit this. So, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say about it. It's really hard to see a, a Stephen King adaptation I don't enjoy on some level, uh, even if that level is that this is terrible but enjoyably terrible, like, you know, Langoliers or something like that. Uh, and I think that's really kind of the hidden beauty in a lot of the Stephen King adaptations. It's um, Some of them are great because of him. Some of them are great in spite of him, um, like, you know, The Shining. Uh, some of them are not great for any reason, but are great in their own way. So that, uh, that's basically it. Phil, I hope you can salvage something out of this. Uh, and if not, well, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 before you come back from that, the funny, I swear to God, I don't know if it's divine inspiration or what. I turned my phone on real quick to check my messages and Derek's literally texting me right now. Yeah. And I just said, oh my God, we're currently listening to your Stephen King comments on Phil Interrupted. He said, hey, did you know Stephen King wrote Song Sick Redemption? <laughs> Bastard. That's literally the text that he just sent. Oh. I love him so much. I do. Oh, I love him the too. Worst. I do love him too. God damn it. I love him. Derek, thanks for sending that uh, segment. You son of a bitch. I think son Derek of a bitch. could easily narrate his own life dude if that if you told me that was his suicide audible suicide letter when he was like this is, i'm in a parking garage i was like oh he's i was like oh no this is it this is we're gonna listen to our friend go i can't deal with this i'm in a parking garage right now <laughs> oh that was great it's always in his car he's always in his car when I called him, every time i call him he's in the car yeah. oh i love I, it i had said a Earlier, I was like, "Hey, send in a segment." He's like, "All right." He's like, "Should I? Can I do it from my car?" I was like, "You always do it from your car, of course." <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, Derek. Thank thanks, you, Derek. Derek. We love you, buddy. Love you, man. All right. Next one, uh, the Mangler. <sighs> Not good. One of Smash's favorites, I guess. <laughs> uh, Robert England's insane in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he's. You know what? I think he is far and away the best person, too, because he went for it. 100%. He went for that was it. A, that was a character choice, and he yeah, fucking chose No man. hold bars None. went for it, and I feel like that movie is such a dirty, grimy, scummy movie, and all the actors and characters stink. Yeah. They all stink. It's Tobe Hooper. It's Toby Hooper. It's the guy who made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Everything he does, the characters look like they stink. Oh, he stinks. Oh, yeah. so I, next to Poltergeist, oh. everything he does, everybody stinks. Nobody showers. So I get that completely. Why the Mangler feels like it feels gross. Uh, it was he friends with? Was the guy who made the the Halloween remake? Oh, oh, oh God, Rob Zombie? Zombie. Is he like cousins of him or something? Ugh. Oh, he made everybody deplorable and dirty. <laughs> I do love the design of the Mangler. You know, I, I like the design. I think it looked cool. It is kind of that's a pretty gory movie. Yeah, it is. If I remember correctly, there's a lot of blood shooting out of that thing. Another and, short story, another really short story. They made it to a whole movie. Yeah, I, that was one of those two that like we're watching it. And I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> but you know what? It's I. It's one of the first ones when I talk about a bad Stephen King movie, I bring up the Mangler. I'm like, you seen the Mangler? Right, like, you're like, oh, you've seen that's Tommy it. Knockers? I'm like, yeah. Have you seen the Mangler? <laughs> yeah. and that, and the thing is, the, the Mangler came out in theaters. That, that, was a that is release. shocking. I would demand my money back Didn't and then Robert go England watch have it again. An eye patch? Wait, that made no Did sense. Robert England have an eye patch? He probably. Yes, I believe he does. Yo, yo, Stephen King love motherfuckers with eye patches, man. Everybody with an eye patch is an asshole. And, King and greasers. And gre- greasers. <laughs> if a greaser has an eye patch, holy shit. Oh, man. He's the devil. <laughs> He's the devil. <laughs> now, he, he comes back here and, and redeems himself with Dolores Claiborne. Oh, yeah, I like Dolores Claiborne. Fantastic great little movie. film. Yeah, yeah, great movie. A little more serious. Huh? Yeah, not, not on a supernatural horror side. Right, but, but really well done. Very well done. Uh, scorned woman. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, she has to sort of, uh, she's under suspicion. She's got to kind of, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I love his description, right? <laughs> she has to uh, clear her name. Mm-hmm. And doesn't she have like a super abusive alcoholic husband yeah. or something? Yeah. And she, he's, he's a greaser. <laughs> and I'm glad because he falls down that pit. Right. Yeah, no, I, again, had never heard of this one when we were going who's through the, woman the catalog. Who, who's the man? Who's the man? Kathy Bates, Kathy Bates, dude. right? Yeah. Yeah, she's Gotta cool. love excellent. That. Yeah, oh, fuck, I love Kathy Bates, Yeah, man. that's a really, she really... She's uh, gravitas to anything she does. She definitely does. Anything she does, man. Like, the seasons of American Horror Story when she came in, I was like, okay, this is a fucking show now. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. she's yeah. in there. Like, oh, she's and great. she has, like, brings, like, sophistication to everyone. Everything, man. She like, is... I almost feel like she's not acting. Like, she's just so damn believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's similar to a Dennis Quaid. She's to dumb it down because she's <laughs> all right, so guys, excellent. All right, I, I think, think, I think this is going to be the last part. where she comes in. <laughs> I see the she plays with a head monster. <laughs> she is Dennis Quaid. She pulls off a mask. I'm sorry. Um, I think Dolores Claiborne is seriously underrated. Yeah. Seriously yeah. underrated. I, I, think, I think it's one of those movies, though, people forget it's his. I agree. I think people just think it's a nice drama from the 90s. And then we get to Thinner. A fat suit. I'm I, being erased. <laughs> I remember that from the trailers so much in the 90s. Yep. Just him saying, I'm being erased. And I was like, this movie's going to be awesome. Then I seen it on Cinemax. Like, this movie's trash. Oh, I love this movie. I knew you would like this movie. I, yeah, this is, this is like. <laughs> this, had, this had fucking Phil written it all does. over it, man. Like Jason X. I'm like, yes. Oh, God. He always, I always thought it was just weird how they made him look. That's it. It was that's the only all the yeah, different ways yeah, they make yeah. him look. Yeah, fat got, him, skinny him. They all look weird. You got and gypsies. You got curses. I've only seen this movie. You got once. pie. Oh, <laughs> a lot of pie. And I don't remember it much, but it, he gets cursed, right? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, run, he hits Egyptians. Uh, uh, Egyptians. Uh, <laughs> a, a gypsy. Sorry. <laughs> he goes to the, he goes to Egypt. Like, no, he um he he kills a gypsy woman, right? Like the guy's uh, uh, wife. He, he hits like the chief's wife chief's by mistake. Wife. Yeah, yeah, by mistake. mistake. Uh, he was getting roadhead, I believe. Yeah, he was getting roadhead. He was getting roadhead eating a cheeseburger at the same time. He, he was, was like the most like American thing. I mean, he was like getting hit. He was like a, a he was like a lawyer. He was being yeah, very he was successful. Mm-hmm. Right, fat fat. guy. Yeah, fat His guy. wife's cheating on him. Uh, he's getting hit from. You think she is that? You don't ever truly no, you know. know. Yeah, you highly suspect it. I don't think you ever saw like a smoking gun. No, no, you don't see like actual penetration. Right, but you, th- well, you don't see no, oh. <laughs> it wasn't on that late at night. <laughs> it was a Cinemax. It was, class, yes, bro. it was. It was always on Cinemax. Fuck. But you were right. This is so down my wheelhouse. This it, is. Oh, this knew, has Phil written all over. It should just be called said, thinner Phil. Yo, <laughs> young Phil. <laughs> when you said. Let's do see. I was like, this motherfucker's gonna love thinner. Yeah, I knew it, dude, because it's insane. I was arguing with Derek about it earlier, and was he arguing that it's bad because it's bad? Yeah, he was. It was one of the movies that he said like sucked, but like was still enjoyable. And I'm like, don't say it sucks. Why would you do that? <laughs> I do. I do it, love that he calls it like a mobster that he knows just starts shooting the chips at people. It is like, so good. The first that was one of the first movies that I said. To my wife, I said, we got to start watching all these Stephen King movies. Like, I don't know a lot of them. I want to see them. And we went on, I think it was Amazon Prime at the time. And I was like, mm-hmm. search for Stephen King. And I had a list of them. Like, there was a like, graveyard shift, whatever. And Thinner was there. And I'm like, that's a weird title. Okay. It was one of the first ones we watched. And, oh, 
You've got Shawshank Redemption, The Shining, Thinner Shut on top. No, Shut I'm just kidding. It's not on top. <laughs> Thinner's a, a th- um, that, that ending with that pie though was fucking great. It but is it's good. so oh. fucked up, man. The daughter eats it first. Yeah, yep. That, then the dad's about to kill himself. Yep. Then he sees the guy come over. He thinks he's fucking his the wife. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's fucking his wife. So he's. Serious. Do you like pie? And then it goes off. Do you think he eats the pie with that guy? I still think he does. I think he does too. His daughter, suicide yeah, kills his daughter, that guy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody. But I love, I love that the wife eats it. Then you see her the next day. She's like fucking like deteriorated and like bled all over the bed and stuff. It's pretty gross. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I really I do like that. white man from town. Yeah, I'll give you the curse of the white man from town. That's what he was saying in a thing to the gypsy people. Yeah, I remember. Th- yeah, I remember thinking that the, I've been uh, cursed with that my whole life. Go ahead. The Indians were kind of assholes in that movie. Like I didn't really feel bad for him. I was like, I'm sorry that woman got hit by a car, but now you're terrorizing this dude <laughs> who was just getting head. I mean, yeah, as a fat guy who gets multiple road heads. Yeah, it's it a is, crime it is a that these Native very, Americans oh, it is eating a, a cheeseburger. While eating a, che- a turkey burger. I can think of nothing more American That's than what this I guy. If it was a Buick, this guy's a fucking hero. He is. <laughs> oh, if it was a Buick? He didn't mean to hit her. She was jaywalking. And he hit a Native American woman. It's nothing more American. Yeah, it is. Than killing symbolism. Some, it's, he, he is American. <laughs> it is symbolism. He's America. That man is America. <laughs> It's just like American. Put him on the dollar bill in the fat suit. In the fat suit. Then the ten dollar bill is him skinny. Yeah, I love. I love the first ten minutes of that movie. My wife and I are debating whether he was actually fat or not. Oh my god! She's like, he's really fat. I'm like, that's a fat suit, babe. And she's like, I don't think so. I'm like, that's a fat suit. Like, has she seen the Nutty Professor? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, the suit was. It was noticeably the suit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we get on to. uh, It's hard to move from that. Night Flyer. I have no idea what this oh, is. Oh, I love Night Flyer. I have not yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's this. a vampire movie. That's an old It's about a vampire uh, I'm not movie. Big vampire. No, but this, this isn't a regular yeah, vampire. Like Salem's this, Lot. Dude, dude, this isn't a regular vampire. This he is like, like a fucking monster. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to see this. He doesn't. Stephen King doesn't do romantic vampires. He doesn't do that. <laughs> he doesn't think they should be romanticized. No? He thinks they should be monsters. And this one's about a vampire who basically, like, kills people but he flies an airplane right he flies an airplane that's where Nightfly comes from and it's about a reporter who's reporting who's like tracking on all these murders that this air this airplane flying vampire keeps killing people it's really cool it's not like Twilight though no does he glitter it's more sexy Uh, it's wow (laughs) it's more sexy more sexy than Jacob I don't think that's possible if the vampire from that and the werewolf from Silver Bullet got together Oh, dude, cinematic universe. Let's go, Stephen King. I'm on Team Jacob. (laughs) Fuck Edward. Team Silver Bullet. Bullet, Team Team Wheelchair. Team. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Eye Patch Priest. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Hey, I don't know that one. Next one is Apt Pupil. Oh, yeah. No clue. Oh, my God. Okay, so. I think it's something about like a smart student. That's my guess. (laughs) That's funny. So, um, so, uh, 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 Magneto from X Men, um, old Magneto. What's his name? Um, Jesus Christ, Ian. Gandalf, Ian McKellen plays a, a kid next. A kid lives next door to this old man. He thinks the old man is a a Nazi who escaped to America yeah. and fled oh. World War Two. It has Nazis so, in it. I like yeah, this. Yeah. So the kid, um, <laughs> so the kid. <laughs> well, we I'm, are in the Devil's Cave, so I am out of here. So the kid, um, <laughs> basically, like uh, uh, starts like. Kind of on some uh, rear window shift or kind of like spying on his neighbor, whatever, whatever. He's convinced that his neighbor is this, uh, this uh, uh, um, um, retired, not retired, but 
like who escaped like Nazi general or whatever and come to find out he is. Oh wow, and he was he, right. Yeah, it, it's it's fucking good. It's really good. It's a drama though. It's not like I like movies where like trying to figure out another person, like they're yeah. suspicious of them and nobody else is or whatever. Right. Like that and it's a lot of, of good scenes of him like you know trying to confront. He's like I don't know, what to talk. but then like one point he's in his costume marching around like goose stepping yeah. and shit. Oh, it's wow, fucking yeah, sick. it's so crazy, yo. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie though. At people's good. Wow, that I would never get that from that name. Also, another movie that people won't probably know Stephen King. Because it has like none of the Stephen yeah, King elements. It's, not like, yeah. it's only about three greasers, which he has a five greaser minimum. At so, least. Yeah. And no eye patches. No eye patches. Over uh, over under eye patches. Yeah. <laughs> three eye patches for this movie. Middle over eye patch. Under. Yeah. It was two eye patches. It was glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any eye patches in the Green Mile? No. Probably. <laughs> One of those inmates had to. I'm John Coffee. I love that. I love that movie, though. That's great. It's another sad. It's one of those uh, another um, Tom Tom Hanks likes peeing in movies. Movie. His Loves whole thing is that he can't pee. Well, he tries. And tennis contract. Yeah, he has to pee in movies. It's Let he has to pee. Brad Pitt has to eat. Tom Cruise has to run. It's something. Certain things. Yeah. Certain yeah. actors have to do, and he has to piss. And this whole movie's about him pissing. <laughs> 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 it's another movie that takes place in Shawshank. The Green right? Piss. Yeah. Yeah. Not so tall man grabs his junk can eat yeah. it again. Yeah, well, that's how I piss every morning. <laughs> I believe it. Michael Clark Dutton grabs my dick, and I'm okay. <laughs> it's another Frank Durabont film. Yeah, yeah, Frank Durabont. Once again, this is going to be the second out of the three I think he did for him. We'll go go through another one later. But now, this was a pretty Durabont. mainstream film compared to Big some time. of these other ones. Oh, this yeah. is Big time. I watched this movie again, not knowing that this was a Stephen King mm-hmm. one back in the day, and uh, this guy didn't know for years when it came out in the movies. It was yeah, he was Oscar nominated. I believe he was uh, Michael Clark Dunn was Oscar nominated. It was a lot yeah. of a lot of hoopla on it. Um. Another one was Stephen King's, like, a, as well as a horror writer is, he writes dramas just as well or better. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of his best work is drama movies that people don't even realize he wrote because it's not, it's no greasers. That was a very, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes here and I heard that. Uh, there, It's a very emotional movie. Oh, 100%. Very yeah. emotional. I mean, it is. Yes, it does. Really yes, it does. Strings. More, more, more Especially than Especially when uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, love me some when Sammy you, Rock, baby. Find out that it's yeah. him and he's in the jail. So, yeah. 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 Love me Isn't some that Sam my, Rockwell. My man. favorite avatar, Derek's favorite movie. Isn't that him? No, that's no, not that's, him. Uh, that's, that's Sam, Sam uh, Rickwell or something. I don't Sam know. bullshit movie oh, guy. Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> All right. You uh, played a greaser. Next is, uh, I, there's a bunch of these now that I don't know. Really? Hurt, Hearts in Atlantis? No idea. It's a movie about a town. I, I'm, I'm kind of. I've seen it once. I'm fuzzy yeah, on it. Yeah, this one I don't know. I'm either. fuzzy on it. I don't know this one. Julie Ganapathy? Huh? I don't know what that is. What is that? What year is that? 2001? Based on the novel Misery. So maybe that's kind of a spinoff. Yeah, I think it's like. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that. Because Misery is the mis- is Misery, right? Yeah. I don't know. It just says based on the novel Misery. Well, that's probably like a foreign version of something. Like, it Could sounds be, like it's yeah. probably a foreign version. I'm not familiar with that at all. Either. Yeah, I didn't no. know that existed, honestly. And now we get to easily, hands down, the best movie in the history. Oh, I know what this is. Of the world. I know what this is. And Derek will agree to this. Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. Oh, yes. named, af- named after the studio. Studio. Yeah, Everyone yeah. salute dream to catcher. that Dreamcatcher right now. We salute you, weird alien. My Dreamcatcher! <laughs> We salute you, weird alien that turns into dust. <laughs> and it is the greatest movie, hands down, of all time. And it also completely sucks. It is the movie, it is the book that Stephen King wrote on opiums, opioids. He said it. He was yeah. like, I was on opioids when I wrote this book. I want to watch well, it on opioids. That's after he got hit by the car. Yeah, I think I hit him. He, had a he, car. Got he hit was on and drugs. Died. And he wrote the book, and it is trash. It is 
it is really, really bad. It starts off with such a great premise, and mm-hmm. it just blows it. It it's, starts off with some interesting characters. Yeah. Very interesting. Great premise, all good actors. Like It's so bad. Duddits is good. I love Duddits. The whole Duddits yeah, thing yep, is yep. great. I done it. I do that like every time I have sex. The whole scene when like you see you see all the animals like running away and then the military flies over. I'm like, what is going on here? And then uh, that thing comes out of the toilet and doesn't it was yeah that was the, the it comes shit, out of the his butthole weasel. yeah the shit weasel. yeah yeah, yeah the sh- shit weasel, weasel that's what yeah the called. shit weasel but yes. it sucks because it goes from really serious to like a farting fat guy yeah and you're like wait this is the tone is is weird like the movie find, is confused they, about what it wanted find, to be when they find him and they're bringing him back and he starts getting all like red. Mm-hmm. From the blood, it's I like still it. Kind of creepy. I like it's it. As soon as he gets knocked out of that thing, man, it's I do like down. that toilet scene though. I've seen this movie in theaters. The toilet of. scene's a lot of fun. And as a guy who chews toothpicks all the time, terrifying for me because I would probably, oh, yeah. I would probably in that nervous era need my toothpick. And the fact that it was on a one piece of patch on the floor that wasn't bloody or gross. Yep. And he was reaching. I was like, I understand, but stay on that fucking yeah, toilet, what man. What an idiot. What an idiot. His fingers. Fuck me, Freddy. Let's not yeah. bite that one dude's Yo, dick. Here's the thing. He can't write. He's writing dialogue still like it's the fifties. That movie's yeah. supposed to be modern for the time, and they're talking like and and I don't know what's the guy's name who's in all the Kevin Smith movies. Who's Jason? Jason? Jason, Jason Lee? Lee? Or he's, he's talking like <laughs> he's talking like Same like you said. Like he's talking like a greaser, like a weird like fifties yeah. era cool guy. Like like fuck me, Freddie, and bite my bag and like all this shit. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Who? Here's the thing with Stephen King. Here's the thing with most writers. I feel like, and this goes with most people that write films and also. When you get a certain age, you can't write people thirty years younger than you, and and more. You know what I mean? Like I don't think you should be writing teenagers when you're seventy because you don't know what it's like to be a teenager. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I think, and I I thought that was like, and also he was like on opioids when he wrote it. Yeah. So and the book is easily a C plus book. Like if you're grading a book, it's oh, a C. Yeah, it, so you don't adapt a C plus book, yeah, and you weak. don't give Morgan Freeman those fucking eyebrows. <laughs> that movie, his yeah, eyebrows yeah. are insane. They're white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His hair is white. His eyebrows are white, and then this thick. They look like big ass caterpillars. It's insane. It's a really, really weak. Yeah. Anything of why that is? No, his name's Colonel Kirk, by the way, like a uh, like yeah. Apocalypse Now. Oh, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Tom Sizemore is in it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. Love me some Tom Sizemore. Is that the guy from Band of Brothers? Yes, yeah, the military guy. Yep. Yeah, he's he great. goes kooky English on you, he... which he actually is British. Oh no, no, not him. That's oh, he's talking about the guy. That's the guy from um, Homeland. Of uh, the beard. Yes, yeah, yeah he's, he's in Band of Brothers British. too. Yeah. Band of yeah. Brothers, yeah, yeah. he's I, British. He he's actually British, so he Jonesy. Hello, Jonesy. You, you're like, well, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> what is that's when the film, like you said, it doesn't exactly know what it wants to be, mm-hmm. and it just goes to just bat shit crazy, like like not really funny, but almost kind of funny. You're like, what is going on? Well, it's, you told me that when you watched it, you thought you hated the scene where. Um, the thing is chasing him in his own mind. In yeah, his the, the, study. I hate it. yeah, yeah, yeah. The memory, the memory library, or whatever. I hated yeah. that. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, I think Derek and I dedicate an entire Breaking Badacheck episode to yeah. the Dreamcatchers. One of the last episodes that we did because it was such that an was ongoing great. joke. We're like, we have to actually review this movie. I think Derek and I get into an argument about yeah. that, as we always do about movies. That 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 it's it's Star they, Wars prequels. They really did not. They really missed the, their shot with that. Who did who did that movie? Who directed that? That would be Lawrence Kasdan. I think no, Lawrence Kasdan wrote it. Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote The Empire Strikes Back, and he oh, wrote that wow. movie. He adapted that movie from a Stephen King book. If you hear that, you like who who directed it? It's not a big director. Who Dream Ka- Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence, yeah, wrote and directed that movie. This guy who That's fucking crazy. wrote Empire. 
That's, that's, that's insane. Nuts. That's a huge fall. That's insane. <laughs> huge fall. One of the greatest movies <laughs> yeah. ever to Dreamcatcher. Wow. Leave the aliens alone, man. Like You did them already. Like, let it go. Don't worry, aliens. That's definitely the movie they show in film class. That's for sure. <laughs> ah, how not to make a movie. Absolutely. It's the greatest but movie it, but, it, it, but here's the thing. I still love parts of it. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, so good, yo. Yeah, like Elements of it is like it's it's like scenes um like when uh Tom uh Tom Thomas Jane like when you realize he can like how all of them has different powers. Yeah, Yeah. right. How uh, I love um what's what's my boy's name in there um the tall guy who gets killed. He's on a uh he's he's always flirting with everybody. Helps him find stuff. Yeah, yeah. He does Um, like this uh Timothy Timothy uh, his finger Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, yeah. I love I love that all of them have a different power. They're all number four. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I am number four. Yeah, it's great. I thought he all. I love how they all had different powers. They all had yeah. a purpose. They all were like intricate in yeah. stopping Mister Gray, Mister Gay, Mister. Yeah. I thought that was really a couple. We were Mister Gay. I was like, this was insane. <laughs> he kept calling him Mister Gay. Hey, it's I tell insane. you what, though, Donnie goes to through the motions to get a part and nail that part down. Yeah, he did. Yo, when Donnie Wahlberg, I didn't realize that was him as a kid. Yeah. When I first seen it in theaters, but like as an adult, I was like, Donnie fucking Wahlberg. Is grown Duddits? What the fuck? Oh is yeah, going on? yeah, yeah. That and you got six cents. He, the yo, he is good about well, guys with like blankets and ooh, do like that. He's great at that. He's really good. <laughs> That's how he came out the house. He was like Duddits. I was like, this is the greatest performance <laughs> in history of mankind. And I still scream, I'm Duddits through most sexual activity. Yeah, understandable. I scream, Mister Gray. But <laughs> <laughs> you say, beware of Mister Gay. <laughs> so Jones, Jones, Jones? So like Dreamcatcher is pretty bad. But it's, I still love good elements of it. I love when Tom Jane is at the gate talking to Tom Sizemore in his, in his head. Yeah. He's like, you can hear what I'm thinking. Like, I can hear what you're thinking. I know you want to save these people. I love little things like that. It's just like everything else. Like when they're attacking the aliens and they're running, like, don't, please don't kill us. Don't. Yeah, and they're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. They're so weak now. And they're like, we're down here. And they're doing like this. Don't kill us, please. I'm like, this shit is stupid. <laughs> like, wasted potential. <laughs> oh, it was such wasted potential. They look like little sperms. Yeah, it was gross. Right. <laughs> the secret window. No clue what this is. Oh, Johnny Depp. Oh, Don, Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Depp movie. It was like it was oh, like. Oh, we were trying to watch that the other day. We couldn't get the He's streaming app to work. Yeah, writer, of course. I have not seen Johnny that. Depp. And what's my guy's name? Um, who plays the 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 yeah, bad guy? I can't remember. Oh, uh, John John Turturro. John Turturro. Love John Turturro. Um, from all the Adam Sandler movies. But yeah, um, him and um, yeah, John, Johnny Depp's the writer. He uh. It's writing a book, Secret Window. It's anyway, it's a good movie. Big plot twist at the end. You'll kind of catch it, probably watching it since right. you watch it. But oh, it's yeah. a good plot twist it, at the end. Uh, it's one of those movies that was out in college. I watched a lot. Yeah, it's it on like, the to do list. I'll definitely get to it. it. It's it's, yeah. it's okay. It's it's still middling, but pretty well done. Writing the bullet. That's the one I seen. Nobody else seen, right? I don't know. It's trash. I, I yeah, I didn't see. I can only imagine. It's not. Good. It is a David Arquette vehicle. So do with that what you must. Um. Uh, it it's uh, I He's think in a wheelchair the whole time. <laughs> oh, what? Is this the sequel to Silver Bullet? No, it, it's about it's about a guy who like mom recently passes away and he's and he's driving in a car. I think the car is called Bullet or something, and he's riding on the highway. Something about like the I don't know like a, a the devil or somebody offers him a deal like you can trade your life or somebody else's life for the life of your mom, and it's really convoluted and stupid. Mick Garris directed it. <laughs> Mick Garris is the same person that directed Sleepwalkers and Hocus Pocus, oh, one of my so favorite it movies. Be a masterpiece. Yeah, it's not great. Did you skip over Sleepwalkers? 
Uh, well, we haven't really done any of the TV ones yet. That's not a TV movie. That's not a movie. Sleepwalking movie. is the thing theatrical. I saw that in the movies. Yeah, it came out the no, same weekend as Lawnmower Man. It's life. not on the list, but we can go to it oh. right now because I I really, I really love, love Walker's yeah, 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 yeah. I love him. Incest Cats? Thank you. Like, yes. out of nowhere, too. Incest like, Cat oh, People? Yeah, it's nighttime. I'm going to pick you up, Mom. Yeah, it was <laughs> the weirdest yeah, we're shit. Like, they have a really strange relationship. And then we're like, whoa. Yeah, like, they really do. And they're kissing up the steps. That was... There were so many things that shocked me about that movie. I really, I, okay, a movie called Sleepwalkers. I thought it was going to have something to do sleep. with sleep or like somebody like having like dream sequences right. or killing somebody in their sleep or right. that's just what the title led me to think would be some sort of a crazy like mindfuck movie like that. And instead, it was like Egyptian cat vampires, Egyptian cat vampires who incest. They want to kill this poor girl who's Virgin an attractive souls. girl. And yeah. she's like, very attractive. She's very attractive. Uh, Mansionomics from Twin Peaks. Was she in Twin Peaks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. The thing is, he had her. He had her yeah, many she was, times. She was like, she was ready. She, she was down the pound. She liked sudden, him, yeah. They're like, they're, they're she playing wanted to around. Go to pound and, he's like, and he's like, isn't this what you wanted? Or something like that. I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Out, outrageous movie. I loved every moment of it. Hooted and hollered. I had a great time. Clovis the cat and the cop. Their relationship yes, yes. is so weird. Him riding around with a police cat. Who has a police cat who sits in the front seat? Nobody. Clovis, get the, the motherfucker, Clovis. Nobody get in the history has done that. Dude, cats do great. not hang out like that. No, I They're not love, like a dog. They're a different well, kind of animal. And they what's, stop. And they stop. And, and he pulls over. And you know he can go invisible. But apparently he can turn the whole car invisible that he's in. That's oh, weird. Yeah. And the cat's just looking at him like this. Right. Like, stop I, looking at me. Once again, more cats. Stephen yeah. King goes to the well with shit. Cats. <laughs> more fucking cats. But this one, he was like, you like Cat Cemetery? I'm going to give you more fucking cats. They use their they use their superpowers really ineffectively. Really weird. Really ineffective. They should be turning invisible a lot more. <laughs> like, a lot more. I do love that um, out of nowhere, um, what's his name? Uh, Hellboy. Uh, Ron Perlman's Ron in it Ron. as a cop. At some point, I, like, forget I was that just part, like, yeah. I was like, oh, Ron Perma's in it. He's basically a giant cat now. And he must be Isn't a sleepwalker. He gets killed by. He gets killed. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, that, that was a waste of Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman's awesome. He stabs him like, does he stab him like an ear of corn? Yeah, yeah, he stabs oh, him like ear of corn. God, one of the most shocking deaths ever. <laughs> one of the best cinema. corn deaths ever. <laughs> <laughs> top ten, top ten corn, top ten death corn deaths. Sure. But yeah, yeah, no, that was a that was a joyful ride. I love Sleepwalkers, I dude. It. That's one of the Inya song. Yeah, uh, I love it. Oh, it's so good by Inya, right? Sleepwalker. No, no, Sleepwalker is not by Inya. It's um, that's Inya. not an Inya song. No. Well, that might be, but I think Sleepwalker. That's Halo. Oh no, not that, not that. I know some of my yeah. But the but the but the uh, the score. The, uh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, oh, I love that man. It's so haunting. Uh, and the Fuji sampled it for Ready or Not. So great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so dope. Uh, Sleepwalker. And, and so food. bad. It's good. It's so bad. It's good, dude. Yeah. Incest cat monsters. Thank you. Give me more. I want a sequel. Fucking more. I want a sequel today. I will finance it. I will take all my four hundred one k out. Can <laughs> do sleepwalkers too. Electric boogaloo. Electric boogaloo, nice. How's Black Santa, by the way? Oh, he's good. He's ready to come out in this year. We we put him out there here, baby. Hell yeah! I'll take a picture, send him to you because yeah, he, he's, he's still out. dancing. Those oh, hips, still, he got the hips don't hips don't lie, baby. Still got that swag. You know, it's an old school toy spot by my house. Like yeah. they have like oldie like railroad toy. I want to see. I want to take it there and see if you can actually fix it. I you should. That would be really cool. He's like Remember we tried we put batteries in it smelled like, like oh, an electric. Oh, it's like gonna die. it was gonna blow up. Like right? ele- electric odor, yeah. Oh that's funny. You know Black Santa one, two, and three are always or four four? 
Is it four? What? How many? Black we Santa's, yeah. Yeah, I think we did Because I listen to them yeah. every holiday season in a row, usually around leading yeah. up to Christmas. I usually give them a good listen. They're always great. Dude, what you need to do is take a picture of that thing and send it to Stephen King because he will make a fucking movie oh, based off Black God. Santa. Black Santa would be the sick. best thing I've You have to bring in the season. little boy Santa. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's Matt talking about? Little boy? you got to bring in <laughs> little boy Santa. Santa. The other one, the porcelain one that you had. Oh, the little boy Santa. Remember the porcelain oh, one my God. dad my dad painted? No. There's a picture of them together for one of the oh, Christmas really? things. Oh, yeah, it's in the back. Look at it. That's so funny. I, I could probably go pull show. it out right now. Let's let's hold off on creepy tiny Santas for now. I could go pull We're it out. We're talking about way too much TV kids. If you go back in the old Breaking Bad Check catalog and flip through the Christmases, there's a picture of Black Santa with the That's creepy one great. my dad painted as an innocent boy. Creepy. Uh, 1408. Yes. Love it. I Seated love, in theaters. Yes. And then stayed at a hotel that night. Because I was, I was I was in another state, so I had to stay at a hotel. And my girlfriend at that time was terrified because we just seen 1408 and we had to go back to the hotel. John Cusack and Samuel. Samuel Jackson, baby. Woo. That is the most recent one I've watched. Really? I just watched it a couple days ago. Nice. How'd you think about it? I felt that the first two thirds of the movie ending were excellent, sucks. and I yeah. thought it just went too far and it too got far. ridiculous by the end. I like, do love the part with the painting and the water, though, like the ship painting, and then the water comes out, yeah. and then like yeah, that was fun, fucking dope, man. But that's, yeah, I've seen them use that in other stuff too. Yeah, not in Stephen King stuff, but they've taken taken that from that's that pretty great. Yeah, overall, I give it, it's like it was okay. It was entertaining. It's middling. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's perfect, but it's it's good. Cusack sucks. Cusack has never been a good actor. He's never not a good actor. And he was very he was, unlikable. Hey, hey. One Crazy Summer. Better Off Dead. I do like Say Anything. Godzilla? Yeah. <laughs> he was not in Godzilla. He was in Godzilla. <laughs> oh, who's in Godzilla then? That's oh, that's Matthew, Bueller. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. That's same, legit the same person. Please continue. Uh, the Mist. Love the Mist. I'm a big fan. Love the Mist. Love the Mist and love the book. Love them both. I, I it really should and be called the TV show. Should be called one the Fog, the, but it had already been done. Should be, should be the one of the craziest endings. endings. Oh, Frank man. Darabont once again. Frank Darabont, Frank Darabont, yeah, yeah. Him and King, like I said, always. He's also the Walking Dead creator. Also, yeah. Well, not creator, but uh, yeah, first showrunner. Yeah, first, first season, season. Yeah, perfect. When season. I saw that, I was like, that. Sucks. I seen it in theaters yeah. twice in college, and I took. Two sets of different people both time. I wanted to see how people reacted yes, to the ending. Yeah. And every time people were like, This is the fuck either they were like, This is the greatest movie we've ever seen, or they were like, I never want to see this movie again yeah. because it hurts so bad at the end. I love it so yeah. much. And so many of the characters from Walking Dead are in there. There are a ton, yeah. Laura, yeah, a lot of them are in there. They worked with them before. Serious, serious jaw dropper. Hundred percent. Like 100%. What? and not even let's not, let's not say everything hangs on the ending because it's still a great movie regardless. Oh, I yeah, it's great. Some people, some of the CGI is wonky in there. Yeah, little sci-fi ish at times. Insects. I mean, yeah. you can only little wonky. But really... did you see the black and white version? I heard that's what it was supposed it's to be. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's so. And good. that'll dull down some of those kind of things. Yeah, black and white. Yeah, but it, it oh, makes right. the special effects look a lot better. Oh, yeah, because he wanted to make it in black and white originally, and really? he told me, yeah, they told me he couldn't do it; it had to be colored. But he wanted to shoot in black and white. I loved it. I know that some people don't like the whole alien invasion or whatever they are oh, kind the, of thing. Extra dimensional things. Yeah, but I was totally all about it. I like the I like the mystery of what was in the mist slash fog. Yeah, um, I love I love that it was a government thing. I love that he always yeah. brings it back to the Project Arrowhead, whatever it was called, like the government. I love that. I really enjoyed even 
though it got a bit much the the fanatical religious lady. Man, I lo- she's such a good actress. I was so happy I when they finally oh, when, when, knocked when Ali, her. When yeah. Ali shot her in the, yes. in the head. I was yeah, like, she yes. shot her I love Ali, too. He was my boy, man. Oh, that was such a good movie. But that was an interesting aspect. So many great character actors. So, yeah, it was. I like... I'm a big fan of people being trapped in one area. Uh, you like bottleneck places, like bottleneck episodes, bottleneck movies where everybody... I do. It, it, I do. What's a uh, uh, maximum of bird box? Doesn't that do it? Bird not, box? Not bird box. I'm getting confused with um. Box the bird. No, no. It was a really popular movie from this Recently? year. Recently? Oh, a quiet place. The bird cage. A quiet place does it too. A bird cage. <laughs> um, bird cage with Robin Williams. <laughs> they were trapped in a gay club. No, it, it is bird box where they're bird trapped in the house for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. really like that too. Like I like people being trapped. You like in the a element location. of people having like they can't. They they're they're there. And they have to yeah. work together even though they're all really different and like like tremors. You like the thing. It's very similar. Like like thinner. <laughs> oh god. No, I really really like the mist. It's definitely oh, it's one of my tops. Yeah, yeah it's like, great. It's great. It's one of it's one I of the more the uh, show though. It, it was okay. It was really good. It didn't have a second season, didn't have enough viewers, but it was it wasn't bad. It got really 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 bloody and dope. So it was it was okay. How would you keep going with with something like that though? They they try if you watch it you'll see what, what angle they were going, but it's but the movie I still think is like masterful. And I think the ending in the movie is better than the ending in the novella. By, by well, far. Stephen King even agrees with it. Yeah, yeah, Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, he's like, that was a great change. Yeah, movie, yeah. Yeah. yeah, him and Darabont have a real good relationship. He likes what he does with his movies. Yeah, yeah definitely, really uh, hit you hard that ending. That ending is, guys. We're not gonna spoil it here, even though the movie's 15, 20 years old. But man, it is a great fucking ending, dude. Yeah. Hits hard. Uh, Ten years. I don't old. know what the hell this is. No smoking. Nobody knows. I don't smoke anyway. Yeah, me either. Dolan's Cadillac. That sounds like a bunch of like made like a bunch of like foreign ones that he sold for a dollar again. It might be. <laughs> right? For, seriously. For some teenager. Yeah. Uh the remake of Carrie we discussed. A good marriage. marriage. I saw that. A good marriage. I saw that. So tell me, what's that? I don't remember. It wasn't very impactful. <laughs> I definitely seen it. Because there's I believe there's two of them, if I remember correctly. I think there's an old one and this one. I, I could be messing this up. But I've most definitely seen a movie called The Good Marriage, for sure. Mm. But I don't remember anything about it, so it couldn't have been that good. <laughs> good. Mercy. I like Mercy. That's the one about it's the kid from The Walking Dead and Carl. Oh, really? Carl, and uh, it's about his. He moves with his grandmother, and his grandma's like a witch, and she's like an old like she's sick, and he moves with his grandma and his mom moves with him to take care of the grandma. But the grandma's like a witch. It's okay. It's like a small. I seen it on Netflix. It was like a. Kind of like a, I don't know if it was a Netflix version, but it felt like one, like an indie film. Yeah, yeah. it was a little indie film, and it's not bad. It's not particularly like you won't be running to tell people about it, but if it's on, it's fine. Like okay. I will catch it on streaming. Uh, Cell. Oh, not, not to be confused. Another with John Cusack. Cusack. John Cusack. Another John and Samuel, and Samuel Jackson. Jackson, and it is trash. Matthew Broderick. The book is yeah, so I, good. I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't read the book, but yeah, I, Cell wasn't good. It's about. Uh, did you see it? No, I don't know. What Cell this phone. Everybody's cell phone signal all of a sudden turns you into basically like rage monsters from twenty eight days later. Oh, Everybody cool. turns basically into zombies based off a cell phone signal. Um, so John Cusack and so now it's John Cusack, Sammy Jack, bust of the survivors are trying to like kind of traverse in this world and make it across. The book is very good because it focuses on as much as it focuses on um, the survivors. It's a central bad monster guy too. that. It also that has he's kind of like the leader of them and all that. They don't give that in the movie. It's just them trying to survive and like a bunch they of dumb it down a monster. little. Yeah. Yeah. It's so not it's great. Like today. It's not yeah, great, phones, yeah. but it has an interesting premise. It sounds like great premise. Yeah. Great, they didn't, and I was excited to hear about it coming out because I like the book, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't know. Like, didn't pan out. Nah, the Dark Tower. 
Yeah. Oh, oh very seems, disappointing. The series of books is phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's the book but that the connects. The movie did such it. it, it it's just the didn't it's connect. the book. Yeah. Great cast: Matthew McConaughey, Idris Elba. Yeah. Great. Matthew Broderick. I love him. Um, it's the book and should have been a movie that ties. If everybody knows no now, Stephen King's all his books exist in the same universe. Yeah. To an extent. Dairy Maine, Castle Rock, Shawshank. The reason why all these things are in all his books because all these things are connected and they're all connected by the Dark Tower. The Dark Tower is the nexus of all realities. Even Stephen King himself as a writer in our world exists within the Dark Tower. The Dark Tower is, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. The Dark Tower connects. My everything. mind just exploded. The Crimson King is trying to destroy the Dark Tower. Was destroying the Dark Tower will destroy the universe, destroy yeah. our reality. The Gunslinger is trying to put, stop him from doing it. The Man in Black, who is Matthew McConaughey's character, who's also Randall Flagg in the stand, who's also the thing beyond the, the thing beyond the grass and his children of the corn. He's been in all these movies as different things. Very because interesting. He exi- yeah. Um, Randall Flagg, supernatural. who's a supernatural. Yeah, it's like he's like the, it's like the Avengers. Yeah. Except he's been doing it for 30 years. You know, thirty four huh. years since these books have been out, um, but it, fun. and it should have been, it should have been a thing that connected a lot of his. Even in the um, in the movie, it's, it's stuff you'll see like a Pennywise thing in the background and all like you know stuff connecting the movies. But it, man, they missed the mark with that dude. They, they missed the mark. I don't know if they waited too long or they just didn't. But it's a TV show coming out on Amazon Prime, oh, really? which is gonna I think gonna be great. So I'm I'm, I'm hoping it's that saves it. yeah the Dark Tower show. Huh. Hoping that it saves it. Hopes that it makes it better. Interesting. Merle from The Walking Dead is in it. Very excited. I like him. He's great. Gerald's game. Oh, oh I love so fuck. That's good. a serious mind mind yeah. fucking yeah. movie, dude. Yeah. It was you know they were trying to adapt that since the nineties. And it was it was themed unadaptable. Until Mike Flanagan, Haunted the Hill House. Yeah, that's adapted him. Adapted it. Oh wow, I can He's see the similarities in how dude. I can see the and, similarities. And Gina, uh whatever her name is uh, the, the girl the Garofago go go. The same lady, Gina yeah. uh whatever. first of all, sexiest woman I've ever seen oh, in my gosh. life. I she love her. She was um, Watchmen. She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a uh, suspect. She was in everything. Mom. She, she yeah. is awesome. I love her in everything. She's very talented. Yeah. She like, she, 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 really she, she, if you look up like sexuality in a book, it's a picture of her <laughs> just staring into the camera. She's but yeah, awesome. she's, um, oh man, f- uh, fucking Gerald's game is so good, man. Like it was, it was deemed unadaptable because the content, the whole uh, uh, molestation angle when she was a kid. Also, same dad from Haunted Hill House as her dad, Henry Thomas. Hmm, okay. so I probably noticed that at the time, but I forgot. Same yeah. actors, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, also Netflix original, so you know, all that connection with Mike Flanagan on him. As well as the movie Hush. Seen Hush? I have not seen Hush. I've seen that little picture a Hush million times. Good. Of, it's so good. It's really Mike good. Flanagan again. The guy with yeah. the mask. And his, his, and his wife. wife. She's the one that plays the deaf... Well, she's the one that plays uh, uh, the girl from. Um, yeah, I know she's she deaf. Yeah. Haunted Hill House. She's the one who has the she's hands the that sister. touch people. The sister. Oh, the lesbian yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. My that least can, favorite that can character. Feel yes. People when she touches. She's things. An empath. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She she plays. She's his wife. Mike Flanagan's wife. Yeah. He's and she's in also all, all, she's in almost all his movies. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, she, um, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, I fucking loved loved Gerald's game. I loved it a lot. Yeah. Did you like it? Did you guys like it? No, I, yeah, I, I liked it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a real mind fuck, like you said. But like I said, it was unadaptable for about 20 years. People have been trying, if you look through the history of that movie, people have been trying to adapt that movie since like the late 90s from that book. Because the book is so good, but they didn't know how they would be able to show somebody mentally breaking down over a course of a few days. Yeah, like, trapped in a terrible situation. Terrible situation. And that, yeah. when that goes down, because yeah. you know that's going to happen, what happens eventually. But when it happens... I was not prepared. Even though I read the book, I knew what was going to happen. But when it fucking happens, dude. You're talking about the, the yes. leaving? Yes. Yes. When it happens, it fucking, they do not shy away from it. And I was like, 
I was screaming like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. like, oh. I think, I think I need to watch it again because that's, that's still on Netflix. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, it's Netflix original. Yeah, it's great. Uh, 1922. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I like it. It's really good. One of Thomas Jane's Thomas Jane's greatest performances. Yeah, Same he, dude from The Mist, right? Yeah, because yep. yeah. he has a night. He has an early twenties, nineteen twenty two accent. So he's like, I'm. He has a yeah, such a good character, chiseled choice. look to him. Yeah, yeah, he's real great. This is one of his best performances. Definitely looks like best. a, a nineteen twenty two farmer. Yeah, about about a guy who um small quick. Did you watch it? Yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Then you. I liked know. it. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. And yeah, I kind of forget it though. His not his wife, but like no, it's his wife. It is. His wife. He kills his wife. Yeah, because they're trying. She's trying to sell the property, but he's yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't want to go to the city. She wants to go yeah. to the city. Move the city with his son. And it's screwed up because he gets his son to help to him. help him kill yeah his wife because he tells him that all this good stuff because he the kid gets uh, ends up falling in love mm-hmm. and she's like if we move everything's going away and so he gets him to come help. Great movie, oh, I liked man. it a lot. But yeah, like you said, it's kind of forgettable. It's kind of forgettable if you've just yeah. if you've seen a lot, you'd be like, oh yeah, that was good. But it doesn't hit me like Gerald's game hit me. I was like, I'm oh, never yeah. gonna forget yeah. that shit because the big tall guy with the fucking who she thought was deaf, who was oh, yeah, didn't yeah, realize yeah. it was a big tall motherfucker in the house who was like, oh, <laughs> which is that they tacked that on for the ending in the courtroom and all that. That was tacked on like that wasn't in a book. But it's it's I still think it was great. The um, one the one my favorite scene from 1922 is when he looks down. And sees his wife in yeah. the world. Yeah. Rat comes out of her mouth. Yeah. I love I love the rat image. I love all the rats coming yeah. when she comes down the steps and all that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy too. Yeah. Before he uh, he kills himself, but yeah. He, in a hotel room. And all the all of his family's there. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. It's real spooky movies, real spooky. It's good for spooky season. Everybody watch that, guys. Nineteen twenty two. Terrell season is upon us. So. Yeah, it is. It's true. I fucking come alive in spooky season, baby. <laughs> Very. All right, now we're up to most current movie. Oh, sweet! That is available in the Tall Grass. In the Tall Grass, Netflix. I just seen it the other day. Did you guys like it? I so I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I've seen enough reviews on it that I pretty much know. I know the story. It and reminded me too much of a movie I like called Triangle. Anybody ever? Seen I've heard. I saw. Uh, I read reviews that said that as well. I don't know yeah, Triangle. I like Triangle. It's it's about Muta Triangle people on the ship. It's yeah. It's, I think I see. It's that. really good, but it's also a really like man. If they had a little bit more money and a better cast, this would be amazing. But it's a really good movie. But it reminded me of that. But it's very. Did you did you wind up getting around to it? I loved it. It was good, right? I like movies that. Or like, it was did you ever watch Channel Zero? Did you of ever course, get around to seeing that? Of course. Okay, it, it reminded me of of Channel Zero. Like season in general, and just any one of them. Just like Channel Zero is a mindfuck movie. Just like yeah. a mindfuck show. Yeah, you're just like, what is going on here? I love being, no end house. Yes, I I love my favorite that season. Ruined, ruined. I was like, I don't know what's going on. This guy's eating a person. It's my favorite name. season. <laughs> I love to be confused in mm-hmm. shows in like a very like like a strange that's mysterious. Why that's like why I love Lost. Lost. Yes, thank you. Were you were confused in the worst ways, but I get it. Yeah. Yes, and and that's and that's why I loved in the Tallgrass because it was like, what's going on with this time period? It's like, what? How who many bodies are these? Is that her body there? How long have that? they been in there? Is the baby alive? Is that the son? Like, yeah. what's going on with time? I'm yeah. so confused. What's going on with the store? The store? Door. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about Lost. Oh, oh God. Let's and the Man start. in Black I heard you say earlier. Let's not start. Let's not start. Let's Jacob. Not start. Well, fucking hatch. Go ahead. What's next? I've done everything you've asked. Doom. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. All right. So I did skip over it, but we're going to talk about that when we talk about it, the it miniseries. 90s. Okay. So, but before we get to it, let's just uh, let's talk a little bit about Salem's Lot. Yes. Uh, we're going to the TV. I like kind of TV. Stuff here. I love a, it. That's the first that time we worked with Tobe Buper. Yeah. 
Tobe Hooper, who did Texas Chainsaw, and that's the first time he worked with him with that miniseries. Fun fact, it's only a miniseries over here. Or across in Europe, it came out as a movie theatrical. Yes, so I they have a theatrical cut that I think is better than the than the series because the theatrical cut is tighter. Yeah, it's like a night under two hours, and it's 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 paced better. They so said, I think the theatrical cut is better. Actually, the book was there. Everybody loved the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. when they brought it out as the TV series, they didn't. Not that many people hopped on board with it. But they said if they were to redo it now, it had be, gangbuster ratings though. Like people tuned in for that shit, yeah. and it was what seven? What was it? Eighty seventy nine. That's terrifying. Some that kid tapping on that fucking window. Yeah, it was a little and, scary. And that, and that, yeah, that that was like my mom remembers watching that in that imagery as yeah. as younger. You know, like she remember being like, I don't know, maybe she's like fifteen or something. That she remember the imagery of that because my whole family watched that on the TV. That was when like you had to sit around the TV yeah. with your family because right. if you didn't watch it, you didn't see it. Period. Yeah, so she right, the right. box was this big, but yeah. the screen was this big. Exactly. She remember watching it with all, and it, she like couldn't go to sleep because it was like fuck. I think I came to this one too late. It, it 100%. You had it to see did not yeah. translate to me in the modern not, era. It's old, but it's an old TV movie, which yeah. is like, yeah, it didn't that's kind of double. It's kind of, a, it plays against itself. I think there's, there's a, they, they've been saying that they're trying to get uh, a revision done of it. No, they, they, it, yeah, they, it, it did say made, it's in development. Yeah, it's yeah. in development. It's coming. Because it would be much better if it was done now. I thought so you it, would be. It was more like Twilight. I thought you'd like it. It's not a greaser in sight in that one. No. But it was. Such a no, but it was, um, you know, I didn't hate it. I honestly, this one kind of, I don't remember, remember much from it. It kind of, we watched it, I think we watched it in three separate sittings. It's long, it's yeah, long. Yeah, I think it was one of those. It but I, I, like I said, another thing, he don't think vampires should be sexy. It's he, they're, they're terrifying, they have the yeah. teeth like rats, they're very Nosferatu ish, yeah. You know, he takes it from that, he he takes he borrows from that. I do like Count Orlock, I think his name in, in there, the, the, the main vampire is Count Orlock. I okay. love, I, I think, I think I like, I like, I like that vision of vampires, okay. I like it, fair yeah. enough. Uh, we come to not as sexy, big gun. Let's talk a little bit about it, 1990, baby. Tim Curry, yep. first half amazing, second half trash. Nobody remembers the half is in the dough. That's no. not the good part. I like, I like some of it. I like, I like the balloon part in the library, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah, where it blows up, rain. Yeah, blood, the balloon blood part, the blood. The yeah, that's great. Blood that and that and the and the, the fortune cookie scene. But besides that, I don't think it's good. I have a lot of nostalgia for that. Me too. For I think that's part, the though. very first Stephen King thing I ever. saw. I have nostalgia for the kid part though because I was a kid when I watched it. Right. Sure. So that's the part that always connected me, as, as I'm sure most of us is if we watched it when we were younger. But the adult part, I never found as strong. I, I didn't find it strong. Kiss me, fat boy. That yeah. was great. I mean, just just as well as the it one that just came out. I didn't find the adult part as strong as the child part. The you know, hmm. as much as I like them both. We could talk about the new one, but let's talk a little bit more about let's the old about one. The original, makes, yeah. makes the original so good. Tim Curry's one as a man who has some of the best performances between that. I mean, fucking Clue, uh, Rocky Horror yeah. Picture Show, like great performances. But it man, he just fucking goes for it. He. Man. Nails it. Tim Curry goes. I think. I think what is so good about Pennywise is he's not necessarily scary as he is unnerving and disturbing. Very mentally, you're like he looks human. He, you know, appears human. He's weird as shit. He's kind of goofy and he's manipulating and he's playing games. But then you see him with the teeth and the yellow eyes, so he's also a monster. Dude, the teeth. The fucking teeth. Yeah, I have. I have a funny story about it. So I. So it came out. What nineteen ninety? I didn't see it again probably till I was in college, maybe. And I seen it because I was working at Walmart, and I, as I was when I was a 
I'm not gonna say a kid because I was probably like 1920. I stole a DVD from Walmart. A while DVD. I was working there. A DVD because I haven't seen it so long, and the DVD was so fucking long. I just I had to actually flip the DVD because it was like part oh, the yeah, first part. Two sided was, man. Yeah, it was two sided DVD. Yeah. So I got it and I'm watching. It. I fell asleep on the couch watching it. Right, and I fuck. And when it when this DVD stopped, it would play over. So the movie would replay. Yeah. Oh, so wow. the first half yeah, was the kid that. half. Yeah. So the movie replayed, and I guess, and I had the TV up really loud, and I didn't realize it. And I, uh, something went bomb, and I woke up, and the first thing I seen was him going, about to eat yeah. Billy, about yeah, to, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, about to eat Georgie, and Georgie. I jumped up and ran all around the house because I didn't know what was going on. I was so scared, I just jumped up and ran, like in circles, yeah. like, woo-hoo! like I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> it scared the fuck out of me, yo. Extremely iconic scene. So Georgie, good, man. that whole one, thing, the we other all one float. That, that scared the hell out of me, and I don't know why, because it was a slow scene. It was when he. At the end, when he kills the one of the bullies, when his hair turns oh, white. Oh yeah, 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 hair turns, turns white. When he, he pulls him into the drain. into the drain, yeah, because yeah. yeah. his arms and his legs fold up. Yeah, like oh, yeah. that's great, man. The, the deadlights. The part used to always bother me too with the blood in the sink, and then and when the father, he's like, "I worry about you, girl. Yeah, yeah, I worry about you." I was like, "Stop being creepy." <laughs> like. Yeah, and then the old woman, and that's the that's adult good, version. Yeah. When he goes, she goes into the old house, and it's the old woman, but ends up being it, like playing the mind games. I think that was during the era, like, all right. So you had John Wayne Gacy, right, serial killer who dressed up like a clown Clowns. for kids, but, and then that was like the first time because clowns were always considered like a really cool, fun thing. Like you had was that like not like Bozo the clown or whatever, but like there was a, another famous clown. I'm forgetting. That in like the sixties, well, Ronald McDonald was one of them too. Yeah, the sixties yeah. clowns were awesome and stuff like that. And then Ronald McDonald came out because it was very popular. People liked clowns. They, people did not associate scariness with clowns. They were yeah. at circuses. Well, people were scared of clowns, but they weren't like if you because it made you scared of clowns, even though you weren't scared of clowns. Right. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. the whole thing with like John Wayne Gacy made clowns scary in real life, and then it made clowns and scary then in fiction. Came and made clowns even more scary. Who? Juggalos. Woo woo. Juggalos. I don't know that one. They're like a band. You know, the Juggalos, like insane clown posse. They call themselves the Juggalos and uh. Juggalettes. They paint their face like clowns and they go to concerts. Are you familiar with this, man? Yep. Juggalos and wow. Juggalettes. You don't know what a Juggalo is? I'm an old person. Keep talking. I I'm, no about to I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. Sorry. I'm embarrassed. I'll retire. Damn, that, that joke fell flat. Fuck. Well, you know, when I don't know stuff, I just don't help people with their jokes. Ah. I just, I let it fall flat. But anyways, we're saying, yeah, um, I think that it basically I think that was like the final nail on the coffin for the clown was Pennywise. Now people always associate clowns with being terrifying and demonic and stuff. He's looking for something. He's got to prove me. Prove me wrong here. You get Terrifier. Oh, man. I like that movie. I knew knew you'd like that movie. (laughs) That movie's a lot of fun. I knew you'd fucking like that movie. You didn't like it. I like it. It's just so gross. I feel like I could only watch it like once and then kind of move on with my life. Let's see this. Juggalos. Woo woo. All my juggalos and juggalettes out there. Woo woo. That's, that's, their, that's that. their roll call. Woo woo. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, clowns now, since you said it right now, it's, it's funny because Stephen King said in an interview that clowns, um, <laughs> they are mad at him because he said that they tur- he turned mainstream media against clowns. He ruined an industry. Like he ruined the clown. Like literally, like cl- there's no more clown colleges. No. They had a whole college dedicated for you to being a clown. You don't have a clown come to your party. No. When I was young, I had very famous local clowns called Polka and one was called Dot. They were sisters. And every year I would get different. I would get Polka one year and Dot the other year. I had them clowns up until maybe I was five or six and it came out. 
and then I didn't get no fucking clowns no more. Exactly. Nobody that's what I'm would because adults wouldn't come to the party if I had a clown. Yeah. That's how. So my mom told me she's like, "Oh, we stopped getting you a clown around for your fifth or sixth birthday because your, your aunt would not come to the yeah. party if it was a clown there because of that fucking movie and oh, that right. that red floating balloon. Oh yeah, yeah that's so iconic. So. I w- I was uh, driving through Fieldsboro, which is a town very close to us. Which actually, the last episode of Fell Interrupted is the White Hill Mansion, which mm-hmm. is in Fieldsboro. And actually, we were driving to the White Hill Mansion. This is all interconnected, the universe. Nice. And we look over, and there is a a rain gutter mm. thingy, whatever, drain. Mm. Some asshole tied a red balloon onto the grate, and it was just floating in the wind. And Jess goes, is that a red balloon on a gutter? And I was like, yes. And we were like, some asshole thought it would be so funny. So, guys, I have, a confession, I have a confession to make. The day that It too came out this year in the theaters, I went um, and did this. Got about 15 or 20 floating red balloons. Uh, you prick. And took them to work and then did things like uh, this. <laughs> Put a single balloon in the elevator oh, by itself. It. <laughs> Showing us video proof. Or do like this in the men's bathroom. Which also, uh, I couldn't go in a women's bathroom because, you know, stuff and things. Good I idea. Working there. All right, we're watching a video. We're walking into a... Oh, man. Is it loading? Yeah, again? I saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came up. Goddamn. Oh, okay. There's yeah. that guy so, taking yeah, the diarrhea. Yeah, my, 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 my friends kept, like, recording and sending the recordings to me. Like, I can't fucking deal with this today. Like, there's red balloons everywhere. And then I had one tied to my belt, so it kept following me everywhere I went. And it would just be floating above me. It was pretty great. So it was you in Fieldsboro. Yeah, I, I, I was all over the country, man. I got you. I was all over That's the country. Awesome. It's a good touch. Awesome. Uh, we liked it. We thought it was cool. I appreciate it. So let's talk about the new movies. All right. It 2017. Fan-fucking-tastic. I love it. Fucking Stranger Thing kids in it. Weird face. I like him. I hated him. What? I hated that You didn't kid. like Richie? I hated. I liked him as an adult. I hated the I kid. I loved him as both an adult. and he was the, To me, he was the, be, the best character both ways. Next he was definitely the best in the adults. That movie, I, I love. I really, really disliked it. Really, yes, very. I thought much. it. I, I thought it had some of the best. It reminded me of of Stand by Me. If every five minutes, one of the most terrifying things you have ever seen happen, because it had, it had the one. Matt, have you seen it? I saw the first one. I still haven't seen the second. Okay, one. okay. But the one thing, the the first one is, uh, yeah, it's got the one with. Um, the one, the the one guy is afraid of um, being dirty, so it's got the yeah, the he's a hypochondriac, yeah, 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 the leper, the leper yeah, that part that's fucking great. great. That's my that's my favorite character, Eddie. Eddie's my favorite fucking character too. I love Eddie so much. I like that they they aged up the years, not the kids, but I like that they took place in '88 instead of taking place in. 48 whatever the fuck first one was yeah so you didn't have to deal with greasers anymore they were gone thank god all the greasers are gone you just have to deal with metalheads from the 80s thank god who drove around in like trans ams and had like fucking slayer and fucking uh, anthrax t-shirts which i thought were cool but um but yeah i like that it took place in like uh, uh the late 80s instead of i like that they did that so they can have the modern one come out now well when their adults come out 30 27 years later modern sure, yeah. times. i thought that was and really they had, cool. they had to update it a little yeah yeah i yeah. thought that was really cool i, I like the changes they made to it it's very fucking long. I mean, then again, the movie, the book is a thousand pages. It's, it's a as long book, as book yeah. ever. Yeah. So, and, and one I, son is reading the book, and it's like, dude, like it's a it's eight it's, inches it's, thick, dude. I, it, it, you can build a house with it's like bricks. Yeah, it is it's huge. I can see how I read that book a long time ago. Yeah, too. I, can, yeah. I can see how if if you grew up with the miniseries, you could see how maybe you not don't like the new one as much because Tim Curry's 
He is your Pennywise. His performance is yeah. epic. Yeah, it's different than... It's, um, was his name Chet? Uh, no, no, uh, he's uh, Skarsgård. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, one of the Skarsgård brothers. He's got some, like, like I love him. No, Swedish I think he's, name. He's, he I did more of great, just, so. like, scary clown. Yeah. Not he, he went full scary. Yeah, he went... He didn't go disturbing. He went full scary. Non-stop scary. Non-stop evil. Where the Curry version is evil, but is, like, a manipulator and doesn't always appear so directly scary like every time you see the new pennywise he's like talking like this and he's shaking and he's got this chipmunk face and <laughs> that forehead is he looks insane. like he's like a character out of like the johnny depp alice in wonderland you're like does can't like take this shit seriously <laughs> and then he's always looking like menacing even no, but i love but 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 i love the little i love the, the weird butt teeth i, I love it. i love that all of a sudden it just be like a little bit of drool or his eyes are just crossed when he's talking. They're always like, crossed, yeah. I love that because, like you said, Pennywise, his whole... The first it hinders on his performance. Big time. If right. Tim Curry was not Pennywise, that movie would be shit. It would suck. Here's yes. the thing. This movie does not hinder on his performance. I think the movie overall is good. It's a good movie overall. It's not a performance-based movie. I care about these characters more than I would. Now, I will say the guy who plays uh, 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 Billy in the original one, Rest in peace. He's the kid that he was on Never, Never in the Story Two, and a couple he died young. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He was good. He was really good. Yeah, he's great. I don't give a fuck about none of them kids, but he was great. But all these <laughs> kids in the new it, I thought nailed it. Bev fucking nailed it. Uh, Fat kid with the inverted nipples, he was good. nailed it. He was good. Like they're all all these kids were fucking great, man. It, yeah, I just really so you didn't like the you didn't like Pennywise a lot. I really dislike Pennywise. Like Pennywise. <laughs> really highly of the highest order dislike. I just the think Pennywise. they had to make him so different than and the last one. Every yeah. freaking right. time you see him, he tries to act like goofy or whatever, and then whatever, oh, he's and then he always has to have these super fake CGI teeth man, ah, and jump at you. I, I started counting how many times he was doing jump scares in the second movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, turning to my wife, and I'm like, all right, well, he's about ready to jump, leap out, and attack now with his teeth. Boom, happened. I was like, this is so cookie-cutter, generic horror movie, and I wanted it to be something, like, epic, like, even though the first one it's is still ridiculous bad. and bad. I wanted it to be, like, something different than, it, 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 it's than any vent, other movie. It is. It's event horror. This movie made... More money than any other horror movie of all time. It's it was an event. It was big. I know it, it was. was. It felt big. It didn't feel big to you. No. The second one, I, I will say this: the first one felt more personal because the kids. It's just the kids. Like it felt more attuned to there. But the second one felt huge. I completely forgot the first one. Really? We put on the second one. And we're like, who are these? Like, even though we knew them from the first movie, like the original, mm-hmm. we were like. What the hell happened in the first well, movie? Well, good for I was you. Like, they fucking do half, one, it, so. half it's a flashback, so good for you. I was you, like, I don't even remember what happened in the second movie. second movie, so much flashback. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to put into words um, how so, disappointed I was. I it really, really? Yeah, I really disliked it. I really did. I really think it 2017, first of all, it, it reignited the, the the new renaissance of King. Of, of King, yeah, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for that making $850 million, we wouldn't have the king, the yeah. king of science that we're getting now. I don't, I don't want to sound like a hater because I didn't go into it being like, oh, I'm going to hate this. It's never going to be nostalgic like the old one. It wasn't that then kind it, of vibe. Then again, we, we don't ha- we're too old for nostalgia now, for new things. Like we won't be in 40 more years being nostalgic for it 2017 because we're not at the age where nostalgia gets to grasp onto us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we're too old right now. We're too cynical for nostalgia. Like I'm not going to be nostalgic for like 
my fucking iPhone 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be nostalgic for that shit. I'll be nostalgic <laughs> for my Nokia that I had yeah, when I was like 14. Right. For the first, it's, it's whatever happened play worms. in the first yeah. 10 years of your life. Yeah, I'm not going to get nostalgic yeah. for a remake, except it's the thing or the blob. Or to fly. Or it wasn't came out in the eighties. Yeah. I, I really wanted to like it, but I just was extremely frustrated the whole time really? watching. Yeah, it really was. Didn't work oh, for man. me. Man, I, I, I loved it. To me, at work, at yeah. Work, and you were just not happy for the second oh. or the first. First, I don't even remember. I just put it out of my mind. I disliked it so much. I hated those kids. And then oh. the the second one, I was like, man, did that suck? I was like, that really? just I, I, I didn't think. I thought the opening was fucking weird. The, uh, the head of the head of homosexual couple, Kiki, like I felt like yeah, it was what no. What was the point of that? It was no. Now, now, granted, that isn't a book. That isn't a book. Yeah. But they, the, the fact that it was no comeuppance for the people that basically killed the guy at the beginning, I thought was really weird. Strange. Yeah. But I also thought that it was okay. It also does set up that Derry's so fucked up yeah. that things like this are happening on an everyday basis and things are not. Yeah. Like nobody, like nothing is happening to these people. Um, and, and Pennywise is just feeding off of this evil and this hate in this, in this town. Yeah. The town looks the other way yeah, and he's, he's making them. He's he, in a way. Um, and, and, and I like the end of this because the house like on a knee street kind of like implodes and goes away. Even though in the book, the entire dairy gets wiped away in a storm. Oh, wow. Because when he dies, he basically was the, 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 he was corrupt. Dairy was so corrupted when he gets destroyed, the town gets destroyed. Hmm. So okay. I kept saying to myself, just yeah. knock this house down. <laughs> house who would leave street. a house like that up in a neighborhood it's <laughs> preposterous that's great i mean we could do a whole show just on the old it versus the new it and i'm not saying the old it is like a good movie because it definitely does not hold it's just, up it's a performance-based movie though yeah yeah mm. i mean i mean that spider at the end of that old it is <laughs> it's really lousy it's yeah yeah, yeah. Like, the new the new spider i will give this film that great. the new spider in the new it is yeah Hands down, better. It's better. No, it's not even better. close. Yeah, I do hate that. They, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I won't say anything. That's all right. I read no most. Of I hate that they beat him with bullying. That yeah. they bullied him. Yeah, they bullied him to beat him. Yeah, you know, but a clown, you're a clown. And he was like, they're, yeah, they're all around him, and he yeah. starts shrinking, yeah, and he like shrinks, it turns right? to like a yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, they bullied him. I was like, so kill bull- him, kill him. I'm like, so bullying is okay. Like, I don't, what's the message we're sending here? Like, yeah, it's a know. little confusing there. Yeah, it's confusing. But Bill Hader's a fucking monster in that movie. He's great. Uh, yeah. The guy who plays o- Bill, Richard, oh, Richard. Yeah. Bill Hader. Oh yeah, Richie. Yeah, he's in our house. Yeah, he's funny. I, I do like the part when they they uh, it's right near the like end. It's getting like it's supposed to be getting very like dramatic and climatic, mm-hmm. and they get to the part where they have the not scary at all, scary and yeah, very just like scary the old, doors. Just like the first movie, yeah. That 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 made me laugh. That, that was made great. Me laugh. And then, did you notice that? Um, oh, you'll love this. Fans of the thing. Oh, you didn't see the movie, so I'm wishing you notice all the thing references. You've never seen the thing. No, no. Oh, oh, it, the movie. oh, yeah. But remember the part where. Um, 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 the kid who doesn't make it, uh, who, di- who kills himself in the tub, Stan. Yeah, when Stan, Stan as a kid comes Stan out of the refrigerator man. and his head comes off, and it's the, like the spider in the thing that pissed me off. Okay, but here's the thing, <laughs> right? That and then when the night scary door, scary door, whatever door. Remember, they open one, it's a little dog, and then the dog turns to the big monster. Yes, that that's another stupid jump scare. Ah! But that's reminiscent to the thing when the dog turns into the thing. Now the reason why they're doing that is because these kids would have been scared of the thing. Not of because they're thinking of the time and of the movies. Yeah, as soon as Stan's head Stan. turned into that thing, I went, "These motherfuckers!" I got- That's why he said, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Remember, was, like on the thing, it was exactly like oh, it. Yeah, awesome. He said, "You got to be." Fu-. It was great. <laughs> I cheered. I was like, because- "I was." I knew what they were doing. They were paying homage to it. I get it, but I was like, those motherfuckers. And, and I also like it because in the original movie, 
they were like they brought out like a lot of universal classic monsters, things you yeah. would have been scared of in the forties and fifties. But these kids were raised in the eighties, so you would have been scared of the thing. You would have watched that all the time. So it's 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 fun that they used what they would have been scared of. You know what I mean? Like when they were kids. There's also a shining reference in yeah, there. Yeah, great shining here's reference. Here's Johnny. Yeah, here's yeah. Johnny, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we could argue about this all day long. I, you know, yeah, I understand I mean, it was very successful. Yeah, and I know you, Derek, and it, Derek and liked it. I know a lot of yeah. people liked it. And then you got your opinions. I understand. It's all valid. Look, yeah. I think movie. anybody that's old enough to have seen the original miniseries and this is going to have different opinions on it. True that. Yeah, kids I got them. All, I got them all on Blu-ray. I got the original. I got yeah, the all kids that are coming up now that this is they're seeing this before they see the original. Of course, they're gonna yeah, like this. They, one. Yeah, yeah. And they see the old because the old one doesn't really hold up. I give it that at all. No. My nephews love it though. It's they silly. love. Well, they love the kid one because they're younger. The adult one, they're like whatever. They like seeing how it yeah. ends. But just like the original, it they love the the, the remake. They love the new yeah. one as kids. I tried to show them the adult one. It was too scary for them. Like too too many things they were like we don't it's too scary like they my mom was even like I can't watch this shit yeah. <laughs> ah that's what he does all the time all right we we got just a few more here TV movies you got you got you got to touch going it on a while here we got to close this up with them TV movies baby all right all right sometimes they come back you love it favorite movie yeah. right it's great number, number one. one but below Dreamcatcher <laughs> so many greasers. Uh, the Tommyknockers. I oh, just boy. watched this the other day. Oh, Actually, boy. this is the most recent one I watched. Tommyknockers. Oh god, they're yeah. redoing that. James Wan is producing it. Watch. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, they're remaking it. Um, I thought the Tommyknockers was ridiculous. I don't think Stephen King can write aliens. Good old fashioned fun. I don't think he. <laughs> well, not only that, <laughs> dig in and they're like digging. Whatever he does, the people that adapt it make it look so weird. Yeah. The Tommyknockers was so obviously for TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. it reeks of TV drama. It stinks reeks like TV. It stinks. Uh, stinks of, of stinks. fucking stench. Fucking all my children. When did like, it come General out? Was Hospital. that 80s? That was uh, 1993. I mean, yeah. that's like the epitome of the 90s. Like, yeah. I can't get any more 90s for And this is, this is when Stephen King, since it, was just killing it with the TV adapt- adaptations. Like, back to back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Tommyknockers, uh... It goes on really kind of drags for a while. Oh wow! It does. I had to watch it in two separate sittings. But in all in all honesty, though, it uh, it was pretty fun actually. You think so? It was kind of fun. Okay. I'm not saying it's good. Yeah, I haven't. I I seen it three or four years ago. I didn't. I was looking for it recently. I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. But I seen it like three or four years ago. Isn't um, which we call us in that um from New York uh, NYPD Blue. Yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. He's also in one of the Star Wars. Isn't he yeah, in Rogue? He's, he's uh, Rogue One. Isn't he's he? which we call his dad, Leia's dad. Oh, right. I don't. I thought he was in Rogue One. I'm, I'm very from the confused. prequels. Yep, I know you're talking is, about. Is that it? Okay, I know I'm you're getting them confused about, then. It's not. Yeah, the, he. Um, wow. I mean, what do you say? Green ooze. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect it. I was. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be aliens. I was kind of surprised. But what was I going to say about that movie? Tommy knockers is a new slang for penises in Europe. Tommy knockers. That's it. All right. The next <laughs> what a, one what a is piece. <laughs> now I've not seen this either. This is one of the other ones with cat's eye. I desperately wanted to see before we did this. I haven't seen the stand. Whoa. You ain't see the stand. I feel like that's a heavy hitter. That's I've missed a great miniseries, man. If you would watch it now though, the, the miniseries, you would probably laugh your ass oh, you off. Will. Yeah. But it was like I think it's one of the highest rated miniseries yeah. on TV though. It is. Like, it I think big. I think it's like rated number one of yeah. best miniseries. Also, um, of all time. it's one of his most successful novels. Yeah. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. It, it and it it's one of the it turn it connects to the Dark Tower. 
all that. Like that, oh, okay. that's one of them that does it too. Randall Flag, the main villain in that is the man in black from the Dark Tower. It's the same person. Which okay. is funny because when they did the Dark Tower, Matthew McConaughey was ca- is cast as a man in black and a different studio was gonna do the stand as a movie, and Matthew McConaughey was also cast as Randall Flag for that movie, which would have been awesome. Would, but now yeah, but now awesome. they're actually doing a Hulu series. Of the stand, they're still oh, casting good. it. Whoopi uh, Goldberg's yeah. going to play uh, Mother um, Mother Mabel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is upcoming the stand 2020. Yep, that's the TV series yep. on the Hulu. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, then there's a bunch of other little things here and there, but I think the only other like kind of major one, unless I'm forgetting something, is the Langoliers. <laughs> the time eating float floaty sperms. Uh, again, the I, just, I don't know what the fuck that's still about. I've seen that a few times, it's and weird. I didn't even know what it I was. Still don't know what it's weird about. Movie. And then we watched it again, reviewing for the show, and I was like, "Holy shit, I've seen this movie before!" And I gotta say, awful acting, bad cinematography. Oh, don't do it, Come on, don't ba- do it. Bad audio. Oh, don't do it. But the first half. Is oh, pretty suspenseful. The plane, the part, plane, right. and getting to the airport, and you can't figure out where anybody is, and the, their senses are like gone. The food doesn't taste. A lot of interesting ideas, completely bombed in execution, mm-hmm. but a lot of really interesting ideas. And what is that noise off in the horizon? Because you didn't need. Also, they didn't need a budget to show any of that. Exactly. It so it worked. Contained. Once again, it was not a contained story. It yep. was in a plane. Things you like. In the plane, a bunch of people don't know trapped, each other. They had to work yes. together, trapped. Got to figure bo- it out. It was a bottleneck. It was yes. a bottleneck show. Yes, I like so that. It, it, that's why you love it. And I get that. I love that too. But had a it, great idea. Great idea. Horrible execution. And it, horrible execution. But even that first half worked for me. I was intrigued. I liked Balky. Oh, Balky was in it. Balky's oh, by the way, Mick Garris also directed the Stan uh, TV series. Fucking ripping that paper <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> he was the fucking worst he in that is. movie. He I is so. Him. His character is the worst. He's one of those people. They were like, "Look, we want you to go over the top with this role, and we need you to." And people going want you to die from the moment they see you. Yeah, he's one of those people. Yeah. And instead of nailing it, you're like, "You suck. So you're bad. you're so over the top. You stink." Um, but Balky was great, and yeah, and then the whole second half of the movie. Once you see the monsters, are you familiar oh, with this, Matt? I seen it once. The chomping. Once they come over the hill, and they're just these like balls with yeah like okay, silver yeah. balls with uh the new with it teeth. teeth the new pennywise teeth on them and they're just running around chewing everything like they're like time eaters or something or universe eaters it really it falls off the rails man it's a disaster <laughs> it's absolute disaster it's, it's pretty total trash. disaster yeah yeah it's a lot of a lot of his especially the tv ones we can it, and the minute they try to go outside their budget which I can only sure imagine yeah. because special effects was really bad in the 90s the moment they try to go out their budget it kind of always falls apart because they're big and ideas you need you need yes. you need movie budget to execute the Langoliers I feel like if somebody made a modern they probably will Langoliers and they put it in the right hands they probably will I think that could be a super dramatic like real yeah. real like your mind is like mind what is going on yeah, yeah I think like it Rob could be Zombie. excellent Nolan. I think Rob, Dirty Rob <laughs> Christopher Zombie. Nolan should take that shit and make it like Really deep, like like fucking Inception level. Like you can make it yeah, that, really cool. That's why cool. I said that because Christopher Nolan originally wrote Inception as a horror movie. Did you know that it was a horror movie? He started taking stuff out and making I, it more mainstream. Him and his brother once they were you know once they were pitching his studios, but that started as a horror film. I would love to see Chris Nolan do a fucking horror film. I want him to do Langolier. Langolier. That would be give, awesome. Give him the Langoliers. We gotta, I'm going to pitch to him. I'm going uh, I'm to I'm tweet at him. Matthew McConaughey, though. I'm going to tweet at him. What did you say? It had to have my, Matthew McConaughey. Explaining how space travel works. Right. With, with, with a piece of paper and a pencil. <laughs> He's the one who rips the paper. Langolier. Yeah. Langolier. It is. That, that is a very bad um, t- TV. It's bad. 
All right. Well, with that said, uh, is did I miss anything? Rose anything you'd like to talk Rose about? Rose Red is really good. Rose Red yeah. is Rose Red is huh? Stephen King's version of The Haunted Hill House. The Haunted Hill House is a Shirley Jackson book, one of the most famous horror novels. Yeah. Stephen King, Rose Red is his version of The Haunted Hill House. It's really good. It's a haunted house movie. Bunch it was on TV. Not familiar only with about this. Maybe really? like six years ago, seven years ago, they Which brought one? it. Rose Red. It was a TV. They brought it. Um, I think it was only like two. Two. No, Rose Red is old. It's old. It's, it, old it wasn't six years ago. Rose Red is from. It had to be the Red early two thousands, nineties, early two thousands. The people in the mansion. Yes. And the daughter is a mute. Yes. So she's kind of got the same. Uh, she got. She got. She got the Shining. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Shining yeah. exists yeah. all over. Um, throughout King's books. Yep. Twenty two thousand two. I got it. Oh wow, yeah, that was a while. There's ago. still quite a few here that I need to hit. TV. You know, yeah, I, th- I think you. I wrote now. It's no Hill House, but it's Stephen King's version of it. And it's I still want to see it. I want to. I want to know everything good. in it's the good. universe of Stephen King. It's good. And here's the thing: anytime somebody has a type of power in a Stephen King movie, book, or novella, novella, anything, it's always The Shining. It's just a different version. It's characters in the Dark Tower that has yeah. The Shining. It's it's uh, the kid from the new Dark Tower movie that came out that was bad. He has The Shining. Mm-hmm. Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, which I can't wait. In November, we should all go see it. It's going to be pretty great. Cool. I love me some Ewan McGregor. I mean, come on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fucking great. Uh, I mean, Obi-Wan, come on. Like, yeah. Give me yep. some more. He's Obi-Wan. coming back with him. He is coming yeah. back <laughs> with Obi fucking one on Disney. All right. That's a whole other thing. We can't talk. I'll get, I was too excited about that. I am excited. For but, but yeah, um, uh, I, check out Rose Red if you get a chance. I will. Then I'm going to check out all the rest of these at some point or another. I'm going to get You can make a part two to this. <laughs> the, the, what they show, it is a TV series. So don't expect like big yeah. Hollywood, you know. But it's still dope. The house is cool. The premises. Yeah. It's just a big haunted house movie. Dude, I like thinner. We're gonna be good. <laughs> and that was in theater. We're, we're all right. My bar's real low. Dude, I think thinner and like the Devil's Advocate came out the same weekend. So I remember. I remember both of those trailers being on TV all the time together. Yeah. Like thinner. I'd be. I'm being erased. That's <laughs> all I remember. Oh God! Well, I think we're like in the Renaissance, like you said, with the new yeah. It being yeah. very successful, Steve, hugely you, successful. Yeah, uh, that we're in the Renaissance of like another era. Not oh. that he ever truly disappeared, but another era of Stephen King. I um, think. I think, and, and and because we're in the greatest era for television ever, a lot of these things will be. In fact, today the trailer just came out for Mister Nobody, which is one of the most recent Stephen King books that he came out with. That's already adapted to a TV show that Jason Bateman's in. Jason Bateman. Oh, and, nice. Oh, it looks great. It's coming on. It come on HBO on January twelfth. It just the trailer just dropped today. You got um, uh, uh, Castle Rock, which is about the second season starts. I think tonight mm. on Hulu. I did see that. An amazing, on the list here, yeah. a great movie, a great first ep, first uh, season that ties all his shit together. Cujo, Shawshank, fucking every. You you would be like, oh, that's crazy. That's that is crazy. crazy. It's great. Um, you also have uh, 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 what else is getting adapted into a TV show? Um, Mr. Nobody, Castle Rock. Da, 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 da. It's just, it's just, we're living in a better time right now for television. I agree with you. Yeah, television so, is definitely oh, yeah, in a golden era. Services that have so much more, right. give you so much more control. Yeah. Right, and they're willing to give you money to do these things because they yeah. know it's going to make money. And 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 Stephen King is now getting to the back to the place where it was where he first started writing. Where before he's finished a book, he's already selling the rights to it. Sure. So now studios and Hulu and you know platforms are buying up the rights to his things yeah. before he's even done making a book. Which I'm like, oh, that's dope. Now he is that's how Mike that's how Michael Crichton did it with Jurassic Park and all that shit. Like he oh, started yeah. started selling off his shit before he even got done reading before he got done writing it. So uh, he's he's going back to those good old days. We're in a real renaissance. Yeah, well, it makes sense that there's so many good TV shows 
king related and other stuff just because like you said matt the streaming thing is people people aren't going to the movies like they used to is it still great to see an awesome movie with Absolutely. the big theater and the sound it's it's pretty amazing it's you can't beat that for a hundred yes exactly but it's definitely that industry is on its way down where like home viewing is up and that's you have all these great shows people are putting money and time into absolutely it's definitely it, i agree it's, we're living in a, a, a king the new king of science we're living in the yeah. new era that it's gonna feel like the early 90s again man we're just pumping out fucking movie 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 tv show it's great. <laughs> kiss me fat boy <laughs> so it's uh yeah I'm, I'm excited about what's coming next they're remaking basically everything probably and, and the cool part about this not only they're remaking they're adapting things they never could before because now people are interested in the King, like like um, Gerald's uh, game. Yeah, yeah, like Gerald's, Gerald's game. game. People are interested in stories that we haven't heard from him yeah. because he's now relevant again. They're already well, doing it, a Gerald's game uh, remake. Have you heard about this? Oh, I'm just wow. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just came out. I would say, feel like Cabin Fever. Like they did a remake five years. Instantly later. remakes. Ah, uh, the worst. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. King version. <laughs> King version. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, uh, wow, this was a... Uh, this we was had a harrowing journey. This was yeah. a huge, to get through the Stephen King universe. Ooh. And I know there's stuff we missed. We can get it. It's impossible to get to everything. No, but we can't. We have a life, guys. We touched on as much as we possibly could. Uh, Terrell, do you have anything? Uh, as always, follow me on Relon Films on Instagram. Excellent yeah. underscore Owen underscore F-I-L-M-S. Uh, movies, reviews, news, uh, you know, videos, trailers. Got all new trailers dropped. I just dropped that trailer for Mr. Nowhere, like I was just talking about today. Um... Yeah, uh, follow me on there, guys. I'm about to write up the review for Zombieland uh, Double Tap tonight. So that'll be up probably about tomorrow. Matt, you have anything you'd like to promote? Nope. <laughs> can you come up with something? No, nah, you can uh, follow me at uh, M. Listen to this podcast, guys. If you follow me at M. That's <laughs> great. Follow me at M. And yeah. dial M for murder. <laughs> As always, I will say this, though. Make sure you guys check out all of Phil's back catalog and break fantastic because they're all fine-toothed masterpiece works of art. I think I was on a couple of those, wasn't I? You have been. You both have been. Yeah, I think we were on. I think I I remember. Because normally this segment's called what? Plugs! (laughs) (laughs) Matt, thanks for the kind words. You're always so nice. You're a very generous guy. You guys can reach him at M. And... Uh, no, seriously, this has been a pleasure, guys. Uh, oh, we got to do this more. Got to admit, I'm a little worried about your cars. Oh, no. We've been going at this He's for two-something hours. Yeah. Is that what that noise was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Holy shit. Sorry, I'm used to it. Oh, the car's no. probably going to be destroyed. I mean, mangled. Oh, I don't shit. know. I'm going to drive home in a mangler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you uh, want to send me <laughs> send me an email at philinterrupted at gmail.com about King anything. I uh, would always love to hear the, anything you have to say about that. Uh, argue with me about the new it. You know, tell me I'm wrong. I would love to hear from you. Pretty much that's it. So again, guys, thanks for being here on this journey, the Stephen King universe. We're going to conclude it for right now until we come back with more because I'm sure there's going to be much more Stephen King in the future. Until then, we're making moves here on Film Interrupted, and we will catch you next time. Sure, I'll get back under the table. Peace out. I'm on Team Jacob. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Edward. Team Silver Bullet. <laughs> team, team wheelchair. I- team. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say eye patch priest. Hey guys, episode still not over. 
going to end this here with a little uh, Phil's final thoughts. So since I finished recording with Terrell and Matt, I was able to actually watch a few of these films that we discussed that, you know, I still hadn't had a chance to see. And in the time since uh, editing and to uh, putting the show live here on the Internet for you guys, I had a chance to watch some. So just going to go over a couple of them real quick and put in my two cents. I was finally able to track down The Stand. Okay, I watched that miniseries. And let me tell you, I was gravely disappointed. I really expected this to be this giant epic, and I thought it was going to be just so unbelievable. I had no idea what I was really going into. Now, I will say that the the first episode, because I think it was four episodes, the first episode is actually like really solid. It's got this whole like apocalypse virus thing going on, which I totally dig. And there was a lot of action, and they introduced a lot of characters. Obviously, it's your first episode. There's a ton of setup. And then they killed off, like, 90% of the characters. Like, all these, any secondary character killed off. I was like, I can't believe they did that to uh, Alf's dad. They had Alf's dad in there. They All sorts. I mean, the amount of actors in the stand is astounding. I, I kept going to my wife. Oh, my God, I know that person. Oh, my God, I know that person, too. Oh, I've seen that person in something. It was just like a who's who of, like, B celebrities in the 90s. It was incredible. So for that reason on its own, it was actually pretty fun. But overall, I really did not expect it to be, like, a super religious movie or miniseries. And episodes two, three, and four just kept lingering, going on and on and on. I did find the devil guy to be pretty funny wearing all that denim. Uh, what was his name? Randall Flag. Which, why not just call him the devil? I guess they couldn't copyright. I don't know. Who knows? I've heard that that character comes back in other Stephen King stuff. So he's kind of like a reoccurring evil dude. But he he seemed kind of weak, I feel like, in the long run. They, they showed a lot more of the good people than they did of the bad people, which I... I, I would have liked maybe an episode of the bad guys to show just how ruthless and terrible these people are. Like the rat man and the dude from RoboCop, the secondhand man, the henchman who was, they, uh, they got him out of jail in the first episode or second episode. I forget. They could have done a lot better job of really showing how terrible these people are to make us want to vote for the, uh, new Boulder people, which is supposed to be like the, the good guys. I don't know, man. I, overall, I thought it was kind of lame. But, uh, you know, uh, again, I'm coming to this, what, uh, 30 years too late kind of thing, 20, 30 years too late. So, you know, maybe that was kind of factored into it a little bit. I also got a chance to see Mercy. That's the film starring the, uh, the what used to be the little kid from Walking Dead, Carl. Uh, you know what? It, you know, it was pretty run of the mill, uh, kind of generic horror film, you know, with the grandmother being possessed and whatnot. You know, I thought Carl, the actor, did a really good job in it. He's a solid actor. I like him. Overall, though, pretty forgettable film. I actually kind of forget what it was about, and I watched it within this last week. That's pretty, that kind of says something right there. It's serviceable for what it is. It's nothing special. Um, it's not the worst, not the best. Uh, yeah, that's kind of really all I have to say about that. I did want to briefly mention Quicksilver Highway. I think... Terrell and Matt and I briefly, briefly discussed it. I think just in passing because I didn't know what it was at the time. Well, I got a, a chance to check that out. And I got to say this is a delightful little little anthology kind of thing. It was a two-story film. And it has uh, the dude from Back to the Future as kind of like your host. He's like this weird, oddball, uh, like oddity guy who's telling stories to passerbys. And it's actually two stories. One, it's from Clive Barker, you know, the dude who did uh, 
the Hellraiser series. So I thought it was going to be some gross stuff, but it, it wasn't too gross. I think it was made for TV, so you can't, you know, go too crazy. But anyway, Clive Barker story and a Stephen King story. The Stephen King story is the one about the chattering, like, teeth. It's like little teeth model. And that one was funny, you know, and ended up helping the main character against the super, super evil hitchhiker. Again, people never pick up a hitchhiker. Nothing good can come of it. Just don't do it. Uh, so that was pretty funny, seeing this little toy model of teeth destroying some dude. That was cool. And I think the Clive Barker version or part of the story was the the guy who loses control of his hands. He's like a surgeon and his hands betray him and he's doing all sorts of hilarious stuff like it's pulling him in all these wrong directions and doing all these evil terrible things trying to kill himself and kill other people I got a hoot and a holler out of that I thought that was fun good entertainment so Quicksilver Highway again nothing to write home about but surprisingly uh, a lot of fun and for a made for TV kind of thing you know again very serviceable fun and now we get to Cat's Eye now, I think I mentioned again on that super long show that's still going on right now that I hadn't had a chance to see Cat's Eye and I had all these things going against me. Like I went on Amazon Prime. I couldn't get it. I had to pay for it. I'm not paying for it. And then I went to stream it online illegally. No, it was legally. <laughs> and it played like the first minute and then it froze. And we got to play like the first five minutes and then it froze. I was having all these difficulties. You could buy it for, on Blu-ray for like 20 30 bucks i was like hell no i'm not doing that oh and then i went on uh the uh, amazon fire stick still couldn't find it nobody had a copy of it at the time i looked so matt was lucky enough to score a copy of it he got it for me on a little thumb drive so i watched it in crystal clear amazing viewing and it was wonderful and oh my god well actually there's kind of a funny story about that so i get it on the thumb drive from matt i'm like oh thanks dude i'm all excited to watch this movie and i plug the thumb drive into my blu-ray player and my blu-ray player won't turn on so my blu-ray player died i'm like oh my god my wife is cracking up she's like you are not meant to watch this movie so i'm like all right fine i'm like i have a usb drive on my actual smart tv so i plug it in and then i realize that i i I can't find the remote for the tv like i've got like like four other remotes that do like the cable that does the the actual sound bar like this and that i got all these remotes and i can't find one for the stupid tv so i'm like damn it i can't watch it on that either and then i remembered that the xbox one also has a a usb drive so i plugged it in there and thank god the xbox came through for me and we were able to watch that crystal clear version courtesy of matt and so we watched it and this movie let me tell you is fantastic i love cats and it was really fun to watch a movie that had this cat that kept reoccurring I remember Terrell said on the show that it's, you know, a series of stories with the cat kind of like mixed in. Fantastic stuff. I really, really enjoyed this movie, not just because of how hard it was to watch, but it was definitely one of my favorite in the Stephen King universe that I've seen so far. Absolutely loved this movie. The first part of the story is this guy trying to quit cigarettes. Oh my God, I was loving this. This dude, he's trying to quit cigarettes, so he goes to this place and they're like mobsters, basically, and they're like, we will fuck you up to make you quit smoking we will hurt your family we will go to extremes to make you stop smoking we're always watching you and they really were it was incredible amazing surveillance me and my wife were loving this we were having a really great time it had one of the best scenes i think i've ever seen in a stephen king adaptation 
it's the main character i think it's james wood i can't remember you've seen this guy before he's been in stuff and he is (laughs) he's at this like really posh party and the people everybody is lighting up cigarettes in this place it's a freaking smoke fest like everyone's going nuts and he's like no no i'm good i'm good and the one guy's like have a cigarette and he turns back. He's like having like some sort of like a like a acid trip or something. And he looks back, and the guy has like like two dozen cigarettes in his fingers, and smoke is blowing out of his face. He's like, "Have a smoke!" And then it cuts back to the guy who is gonna beat him up. Like if he has a cigarette, that like the guy who's in charge of this like quitter company. And he's doing this, like, singing the words to this, this song, like, I'm watching you, like, coming down the steps in this out in this crazy, like, tuxedo-type outfit. And then it cuts back to the other guy with the, who had the dozen cigarettes, and he's now shooting smoke out of his ears. It was awesome. Like, I love over-the-top, campy, absolute, like, hysteria. Oh, my God, we were loving it. And then the second one, we go into this this thing of this guy who gets busted by this like real this guy who's on charge and has henchmen and he tells him that he has to crawl around the top of a building in like atlantic city or something and they made atlantic city look so nice i was like what that place is a dump but anyway not the point i'm from jersey so he has to crawl around this like five inch ledge around the top of a building which frankly it would be nearly impossible i mean i know some people could probably do it but it this one had me on the edge of my seat on the couch. We loved this one. It was so suspenseful. I watched a lot of Stephen King stuff, and I was, like, seriously on edge. I didn't really care so much about the character. Like, I, there was not a lot of backstory. It was just like, oh, my God, if this guy falls. Oh, my God, if this guy falls. Like, no, no, no. He makes it all the way around when the guy is trying to make him fall and, like, cheat, and he ends up reversing the tables on the dude, makes him go out, and, this, you know, I'm totally spoiling it here. A pigeon pecks his leg, and he falls, and... I stood up. I was cheering. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Cat's Eye is the best. And I turned to my wife. I said, the only thing that would make this movie better is if it has a troll in it. Like, I don't know why I said that. I really don't. And then the next segment has Drew Barrymore. Little, she's so cute. She really is, was such a cute kid. Like, absolutely adorable. And we're watching it. And it has a freaking troll in it. My heart exploded with happiness. There was rainbows, a double, it's a double rainbow. What does it mean? It was an incredible scene. I had so much fun watching this little troll. When they made this movie, you would have never thought they could have had such good uh, visual effects. It was fantastic. And I finally learned what, you know, like cat's breath, take cat, take your breath away. No idea what that meant. They had a little thing about that. Oh, long story short, cat's eye was, I, you come into some of these Stephen King movies, kind of fearing the worst you know like oh maybe it's gonna suck maybe it's gonna be good and this one far surpassed my expectations not only because it was hard to get <laughs> it was like super hard to get but it actually was a good movie and it was a fun movie and even though it was an anthology uh three parts sometimes those can kind of sometimes they don't work well because you just want to see one long consistent story now each three of these was awesome every one of them was great i i i'm giving it high praise so again, I'm going to thank Terrell and Matt for being on the show, even though they're not on this part because I'm just rambling here with my own two cents. So I'm going to end it here by saying that my favorites, without a doubt, is uh, Dreamcatcher number one, thinner, followed by Cat's Eye. Boom!
Not really, but Cat's Eye is actually up there. All right, guys, that's it. I'm finally done this time. Peace out! Help. It's me, Fat Boy. It's impossible. How did you get in here?